All right, welcome Henry. back <clears throat> to another episode of Before the Tones Drop podcast. We have another exciting guest today, former sheriff of Woodbury County, Dave Drew, joins us. Dave, thank you. Oh, Take thank the time you. to come talk with us today. Appreciate it. So, um, have you listened to any of our other episodes before? Can I know how this works? I caught a little bit of maybe one of the first episodes way back. I don't know how long this has been going on, but it's it's been a little while, hasn't okay. it? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last last Just month we had Chief Ever. had a fun chat there. We've had some great great guests and Just heard a lot of interesting stories. I didn't do much biography research on you as a guest. I don't know a whole lot about you. I knew you were the former sheriff of Woodbury County, so that's why I'm excited. Uh, I wanted to keep it pretty original and raw today. So um, once again, thank you for coming on. And usually what we do is we kind of go to the beginning, figure out where our guests went to high school, grew up, and then what brought them into their career, and whether it's law enforcement, military, police, Sioux sure. City, Maybe somewhere else. So uh, my first question for you today is, you know, did you grow up in Woodbury County? Yeah, I grew up. Uh, what was well, that like? Well, I grew up in Sioux City. I grew up in the Leeds area. Okay. And uh, funny thing is back in that day, your old fire station was on Floyd Boulevard in mm-hmm. the downtown area. Okay, yeah. Next to the Dairy Queen, I can tell you where I kind of <laughs> hung out. And, uh, you know, so that was there and the firefighters, that was like, I think two maybe at that place and uh, we'd always ride our bike around and they'd be sitting out and we'd try to talk him into letting us go down the uh, down the pole down the pole yeah and they were really good I mean uh, so growing up in Leeds was a great time Uh, so we had a lot of firefighters in Leeds Uh, Everett Miris was if Mm -hmm. you remember him Um, and I'm sure there was some others and a lot of police officers and so for us kids growing up in Leeds that uh Kind of shaped us up a little bit. Uh, we better behave. It was one. <laughs> was was Leeds more? Because you kind of said you know, kind of said the station was kind of like by the downtown. It was Leeds more kind of. I mean, did it did it almost feel like its own little kind of yeah. town at that point at that time? It, it really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, what happened? The difference was they built all the new high schools in uh, about seventy two or seventy three. So each like Riverside lost their little community spirit. Leeds lost their. Uh, community part, um, but they've done a great job of trying to continue on that tradition. Uh, Leeds is uh, kind of like Morningside area, you know. You have uh, mm-hmm. pride in your little uh, yeah. community. I heard. I heard that you still you still go to the old neighborhood to go for walks during the day. I do. Still. I do. I walk by your uh, police. I go. Uh, I park at the park, and my dog and I we go up on the river dike, but uh, we can see the fire station there, the new one. And, cool. Uh, yeah. So it's. Yeah, and then I walk through the neighborhood and reminisce, you know. Yeah. My wife has to listen to that. Where do you live at right now? <laughs> I live in Lawton. Okay. I've been out there 30 years. That's I right. lived in Leeds 33, so doing the math, I'm old. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Leeds, I still come back when I'm walking and try to find a – this is where I went. My wife's – no, we're not moving to Leeds. She's not interested <laughs> anymore. But yeah. So well, I guess I'm the only guy interested in the old neighborhood. Gotcha. So then – Probably went to school in North. Well, I went to uh, North for a year and a half in Helan the last year and a half. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you know, I get invited to both uh, school reunions. How about that? There yeah. you go. <laughs> Double the party. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, if you want to go to those. Yeah. <laughs> what, what year did you graduate from from Helan then? 1978. Nice. Yeah. Pretty pretty good at football. In the we seventies. we were good in football, and I'm really happy to see him back in uh, the dome. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a few years of. Not very good. I, I kind of heard they fell off a little bit. And they did, I, and uh, I didn't know they were that on the rise. Good they fun. were they were a powerhouse in the seventies, uh, and probably some of the eighties too. Yeah, gotcha. Why was that? 
Now we're kind of off topic here. You know, I I don't know. I it, you know, winning breeds gets winning. winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I don't know. I always felt like when we walked onto the field, we were had a seven point advantage. You know, just we we didn't lose a lot. Yeah, I, we lost uh, when I played in the semifinals twice. Didn't make it to the dome. Wow, one short. But year, uh, my sophomore year, um, they they won the state championship. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, good coaches. I don't. I I don't know what makes that happen. Good culture. Know. Yeah, I think so. East East was always tough. East and Helam was. Always a heck of a rivalry. You know, mm-hmm. probably 10,000 people showed up at awesome. Roberts Stadium to watch high school football. And it was, I mean, those were uh, some good battles, really good battles. Yeah. They had some good coaches at East as well. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It's a yeah, legendary Ed, Ed, coach. Ed would know because he, uh, Walt Fiegel. Yeah, Walt Fiegel. Yep. Yep. Absolutely legendary. My favorite Walt Fiegel line was uh, he used to tell the, the, kickoff team run down there like small town gossip i thought no, that, <laughs> that's a good unless one. you live in a small town you'll yeah. never understand about yeah. it yeah that was i mean that guy was uh i'd, I'd play in, for him and i would have ran through the wall for him that he was that kind of guy that's fantastic sure. yeah. yeah i've heard a lot about for i've guys been gone a while never yeah heard yeah. a lot of good things so growing up most of my life in spencer we always knew we were going to be hurting the next day after playing he- healing yeah. <laughs> a little more than yeah. other yeah. opponents but yeah it was so, good time. Long, good history there. So, you know, in high school, did you kind of have a general idea what you wanted to do afterwards? You know, I always I always wanted to get in law enforcement. I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know if it was all those cop TV shows back in the day, you know, Adam 12 and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing was um, growing up in Leeds, like I said, there was a lot of uh, police officers that lived there. And um, Leo Miller, the sheriff, uh, was my neighbor. Oh, and he was a school liaison officer yeah. at North. He had a canine, lived next to me, and I was like, man, that that's the coolest thing in the world. And uh, Ed Conley was assistant chief, and Ron Pettit was the captain. So, And then there was other officers that lived there, but those are some of the people that I remember. So just seeing them out and about, that's what kind of sparked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was kind of like this. This is a poor analogy, I think, but... My son, when he was uh, senior in high school, uh, a gentleman loaned us a Hummer that he could take to uh, prom, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, I think at that time, was five, and we got out of the car, and she said, Dad, I really want one of these. <laughs> and I said, what would make you Everybody looks at us. you know. Uh, oh, yeah. So I think <laughs> you know, everybody sees sure. the cop. Everybody yeah. sees your fire trucks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was, but I just thought that was a cool image. Awesome. Yeah. Very nice. So did you do any time in the military? I did not. No, my family, my uh, wife's side, all military. My son's full-time at the base. But no, I I, I got in police work at 21. As soon as I was Very done good. out at WIT, I mm-hmm. was off and uh, into the police world. So what was your first law enforcement job? I worked in the little town of Marcus, which was funny. Okay. Yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, I think 1,200 people maybe, and I had two assignments, lock the post office at 8 <laughs> o'clock and make sure the water tower shut off at 10. Yeah, that's and a I small thought, town. Yeah, yep. and I thought, why in the world do you want to shut the water tower off at 10? So I'm doing my typical reading on Main Street because I'm going to the police academy, and, and all of a sudden it's the winter, and all of a sudden you just hear this accident, some ice, and I look 
the water towers coming over, and it made the street all icy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I kind of did one of these, ma'am, you have to know your conditions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I should have shut the water tower <laughs> off. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to let her in on that yeah. one. That's such a small no. town yeah. thing. They have to yeah. shut the water tower. Yeah. Shut the water yeah. tower the off and lock the post office. Yeah. Awesome. So that was it. Uh, so I really, that was kind of, that was really like a Barney Fife kind it of It really thing, was. You know? yeah. 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 It truly was. <laughs> yeah. I, I did my six months, finished the academy. Uh, Sergeant Bluff was hiring. It was a, obviously a lot better step, close enough to Sioux mm-hmm. City. I did 18 months there and uh, 37 years at the sheriff's office. Very wow. nice. Yeah. Nice. So when you went to it, was that was it a police science program then? Yes. Or just a, yeah. Even back you know, then? the history. Which is, which is funny because now, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it later and stuff, but now teaching that. Program. Yeah, exactly. I never thought I'd that's like <laughs> I full, walked that's out that Talk door. about like full yeah. circle, right? Yeah. But uh, there are a lot of law enforcement officers Chiefs, sheriffs, uh, colonel of the state patrol on two different occasions graduated from Witt Police Science. So it has a really good reputation. A lot of Sioux City officers, uh, Lamar's chief is a Witt grad. Uh, the sheriff in uh, Plymouth is a Witt grad. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyone that was, that was listening that's looking to get into law enforcement, West Iowa Tech would be a great Great place you, to look into, get your, get where you need to go. Absolutely. And I tell, you know, I'm, I'm there now teaching, and I tell these kids, I said, you know, you're 18, you get done at 20, chances of getting hired are slim, continue on and get your education. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but that might change, too. Law enforcement is really hurting to hire people, so uh, they yeah, start to hire my, younger. My next question is, how competitive was it at the time compared to now? Oh, so... We used to have a one or two year list, and out of that list, you'd be lucky if one person left. They just didn't leave those jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. you know, um, forty years wasn't uncommon. Thirty, thirty to thirty-five, not uncommon. Today, I get it. It's a different culture, and so people are, you know, they're getting out. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, maybe the spouse thinking, you know, you could probably make as much and not be on shift work and all yeah. that. And so that plays a heavy. And I think um, we have people doing background investigation. I say, but I'm retired, but I, they have them doing background investigation. And I think one of the things is they really probably now are sitting down with the family and letting them know, you know, all that goes on. You mm-hmm. know, it's not Monday through Friday, nine to five, there's weekends, holidays. And, uh, so I think they're educating them and trying to give them maybe the darkest picture before you uh, sign on the line to yeah. to get on. Well, and that, that is a uh, when you talk about the schedule like that and stuff, because that is a, a marketing thing. And even on the fire side that we try to market that, you know, for having freedoms and stuff, because it, it could be, you know, both a curse and a blessing. Right. You know, depending, you know, it's like our schedule at 2448. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, well, when you. You say twenty four forty eight. Well, I got to work twenty four hours. But yeah, but when you say yeah, but you only work ten days a month. Right. You have a lot of time if you if you value your time or you want to do go you know do stuff on the off days or you have yeah. hobbies or you want to take trips or this and trade, you know. So we can market it is that side. You know, you guys, uh, you know, even a shift work. Yeah, is it hard to sell something to a, some twenty year old or something that oh you're gonna all you're gonna do is work nights now for the next right. I don't know how many years right. until you get to seniority yeah. seniority and you know or for the families and stuff it it is a little bit of a, a hard thing but. On the flip side, you know, you still try to market it as like, yeah, but, you know, there's vacation time, there's the the ability to advance and all this stuff. So, right. you know, I, I guess you can see it both ways, you know, oh, just because of the, like you said, the culture, 
the people that we're recruiting to now, mm -hmm. uh, just just the mindset, the ge the generational thing. Whereas you know when you got in, um, that was like you know when you get a solid middle class job with right. with a guaranteed paycheck and benefits, benefits. it's worth it's weight in gold at Absolutely. that time Absolutely. you know and that's why he said that the guys didn't leave 34 years right. because because you had that it was a paycheck coming in every two weeks and a good paycheck yes you know yes. and you weren't working a packing house you didn't have to do some you know a manual labor job this is something that you're still serving your community you know getting back to you know growing up and that so right shut um, the water tower off yeah shut the water tower, <laughs> you know but you know so I, I you know i could see you know that it's you're marketing to a different oh. to a different generation different mindset yeah Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. it's I don't know if I mean people were starting families earlier then too I think yeah and so like the selling of the benefits is hard even on our part now right. because kids don't want to think about that and don't have to no. I'm not going to the doctor for another 10 years right yeah. <laughs> but right. until something happens yeah, and yeah. your first year in the sheriff's department what year was that 1984 84 okay yeah. Yeah. uh was Sioux City PD on your radar at all or did it just yeah, the sheriff I, just kind of got to your first no I took the test I I did very well but I had a slight they said um, I was colorblind. So okay. I went to the doctor and he said, yeah, colorblind, you have a little deficiency. It takes a little more red or a little more green. And so uh, Doc Corden was the county mm -hmm. coroner at the time. And, and his two things that he ever cared about was, do you smoke? No. Can you see your belt buckle? Yeah, because he wanted you to be fit. So yeah. I, I still remember this. He's got this circle and you might see seven because you have no color deficiency. Mm -hmm. I'll see four. And then I go, that thing, huh? And he goes, seven, right? Don't you see seven? <laughs> yeah, I see seven. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to see whatever you see. And that's right. So yeah. I, I scooted on. You're like a, like a World War II pilot. It's <laughs> yeah. like we need bodies. Yeah. I think so that bad. was it. I think that was it. And, and, and that time, there was a lot of the older guys that were former military that were retiring out. Mm-hmm. And I was already academy certified, me and another uh, deputy. We got hired the same day and retired real close to each other. And uh, Sergeant Jim Barley, good guy, we sworn in together and retired just a few cool. months apart. Uh, Jim was a guy, he lives out in Leeds and just a hard worker. Did the same thing. I, I would almost call him the guy that brought his uh, lunch pail to work every day. He, he loved patrol and he loved being a canine officer yeah. and that's all he ever did. And people are like, but that he loved, and he didn't, the same way he started 37 years earlier was the same way he finished. Now that's pretty good. That's mm -hmm. pretty dang really good. Really is, yeah. And yeah. so I always held Jim in high regard. Good guy. Gotcha. Was there a reason the colorblind was a considered efficiency? Like, uh, uh, I, any big ones, I guess, that I, stand out? You know, no, I, I don't, other than apparently I've got to be able to see the red light and driving, the green yeah. light yeah. driving, but I always knew <laughs> that. I, I, I knew I had a problem when I was a kid. We were on vacation out east. That's where my dad grew up, and and we're sitting there at a stoplight, and I said to my mom, why is, the, why is it white, and you guys call it green? So, yeah, I didn't have enough of that. So right, maybe I got by. Yeah. <laughs> ran, ran another great light yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, that's good. So, yeah, you start off your career in law enforcement. And, you know, what was law enforcement like in the 80s? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I As I teach uh, today in class, I talk about how today's law enforcement officers are much more tolerant than we were back in the day when I started. When I started, okay, so I started in 81, get on sheriff's office in 84. 
so let's just say from 84 on, some of those guys had 20 years on, so mm -hmm. 64. So there was no Miranda warning. There was no, um, we're going to debate each other here. Yeah. It was my word or that's it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I don't remember him teaching that at the academy, but <laughs> I'm going along with it, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I personally believe a little fear is good, now, not abuse, but a little bit. See, if you look at today's society, there's no fear. They're in your face, and they're, I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough, and the law enforcement officer today is uh, knows everything about de-escalation. We didn't know anything about de-escalation. <laughs> you, you talk back, boom, handcuffs. I mean, we used to have uh, abusive epithets. You couldn't swear at us. Now you can do everything and finger us, and yeah. we, we just have to sit there and take it. Mm. And uh, I remember towards the end the George Floyd incident, which yep. was a bad incident. You were still working at the time. I was still working. It was my okay. last six months. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of things going on that I just thought, man, it's – I called my wife one evening uh, being downtown when some of that was going on, and I said – I know I'm done. Well, why? Why I say, yeah, I can't. I can't do that. That somebody's in my face and mm -hmm. you know belligerent. That I wasn't trained that way. So uh, even though you know we went to body cameras, we were the first in the state of Iowa to go to body cameras, and it helped show what we're up against. Absolutely. And uh, it became a winning tool for us. And uh, so we use it instead of them always having their camera bias mm -hmm. and uh it showed uh what we have to put up with and the public here in our community has always been pro-police so we we have never been like some of these other major yeah. cities you know we're fortunate and that's what i think often that's what makes the job uh fun to do mm -hmm. and uh when your your community supports you yeah definitely so when you when you're a young Deputy, I assume. Yeah. When you were a young deputy, what was some of your favorite things? Yeah, you, know, you know, in terms of calls or stuff to go on, what was? Well, it was kind of funny. Um, you know, I loved going to anything school related. I worked uh, okay. shortly after I was on. I worked in all the schools. I was school resource officer back then. We called it school liaison. So I worked in. Um, there were six schools in the county, and I worked three, and another deputy worked three. So anytime I could do that, and then I taught D.A.R.E. for about five years. D.A.R.E. was a um, drug and alcohol resistance education program. So um, a lot of people knew me as the D.A.R.E. guy or Deputy Drew, mm -hmm. and uh, which you made a lot of positive contacts. And I, like I said, the reason I got into policing, and I think the reason most people get into policing is they want to give back to their community. I know that's cliche and it's said a lot, mm -hmm. but really I think that is the reason why yeah so but yeah, yeah so. i mean call wise um gosh there was there was some that uh, as time went on i w i struggled i thought how is this a police call and i'll give you one um the mom calls 911 and says tim doesn't want to go to school today but, is that a police problem right. maybe parents ought to. so that yeah. was you know, it's like, really, this is a police call? So you'd go there and say, hey, Tim, what's going on? I'm going to school. He's kicking the wall. He's doing this. Nice well, you need to go to school. I mean, I have no authority. Yeah, what am you know? I going to do? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, not, yeah. Maybe get him counseling. Maybe you. I don't know what uh, to tell you. Yeah. You know, I'm not dragging him to school. Yeah. And you're tying us up. 
So there's a lot of that sometimes that happen. And I think the deputies probably are a lot better handling that than I was. Because mm-hmm. I'd look yeah. at him and think, hey, What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get your ass up and go to school. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I don't think, you know, in more, because you see our volume, even our, our run volume going up and up and up. And yeah. I think we get a lot of calls for everybody, uh, you know, not to and not to relate it back to, to COVID during that time, but it seems like since then, people call 911 for everything. Everything. For, for sniffles, for coffee, you know, yeah. instead of, you know, I mean, take an ibuprofen, go back to bed, be right. sick, or call your regular doctor and they call an ambulance. Well, I don't think people realize, you know, how busy actually the, the county is and Sioux City PD in town and stuff. If you, you know, on a, on a Friday or Saturday night, I'll turn our radio on and just yeah. listen to the police channel. Yeah. And, you know, when we got, you know, on a busy, busy day, like like our highest run volume days are like 50, 55 runs. But when we're running that, PD is running like 250 or 300. Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. incredibly busy that, yeah. you know, and you guys, and it's a lot of stuff that you're, you know, a lot of those things that, that we, we don't even know about you know, on the, on the fire side and stuff or on the EMS side that you guys are getting called to and yeah. dealing with. And, and on a Friday, Saturday night anymore, I tell you what, the, the city gets, it gets a little bonkers out there. Oh, it and does. the county does too. You know, yeah. there's, you know, I mean, we could talk about it later, but some incidents that, are, that have happened out in the county lately, but yeah, I, I guess, I, I guess the general public doesn't realize how yeah. busy law enforcement right. is anymore. Right. I mean, you know, really I, busy. I stop in some of the last different things and about retirement you like it yeah i love it you know uh and well are they really busy i said well let me tell you this on sundays way back in the day if you were lucky to get a call you know on sunday it just never happened or if it did and you arrested one person that was it but sundays are as busy as friday and saturday so there's no rhyme or reason you can't figure it out but our community culture and everything has changed uh and I think a lot has to do with COVID. Um, there's just a lot. Of, I don't know there's a lot of. Uh, I can't say this, but a lot of angry people. Yeah, would be the. Term. I'll tell you. Right. Yesterday, the amount of times we had to call PD to help with calls that we were on was really, like you're talking Sunday, and yeah. I'm, I was around a little bit for where you'd sit around on a Sunday and right. you got a call. I was like, damn yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, please, can we just stop running for a little right. bit? Oh yeah. yeah. Yesterday when, was. Busy. It was busy. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. There was a uh, three, four taps went out. And they had to call for PD on all three of them because of because uh, of hostile. Homeowners. Just people are irate for yeah. no reason now. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's everything. It's all weather dependent. If it's a nice day out, it's, oh yeah, I don't even know if it's that anymore. <laughs> I think it's just the way people can't handle their emotions anymore for some yeah. reason. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. you know, it's like I said. It's it's and, and to me and and I, I and I I don't like using COVID as an earmark in time. Right. Something, but it is, though, but it, but it seems sure. like since then, just what you know, whatever, whatever happened. But you know, it's it's I don't know, it's or maybe just, we start different. to pay attention, and maybe more, and maybe that's but, it, you know. Yeah. But it's it's just yeah. you know, the, if you used an ear market type, or we could just you know use use it, you know, since twenty twenty, um, you know, things are just I, I don't know picked up. But there's just a lot of angry people, and I don't know if a lot of that social media drives some of that. Some of the things you see on uh, some of these social things TikTok sure. or they mm-hmm. you know they show some kid running down on a say like I'm on this walking trail I'm always a little hyper mm-hmm. looking around sure. yeah. but they they clobber the old guy in the back of the head you know see yeah and uh, I fit that description, so I don't want to get hit in the back of the <laughs> right. head. Right, right. All, but, all and people that, and are getting told is things are bad yeah. you know, all the time, but, right. and that shouldn't be like you you shouldn't. You shouldn't be concerned about Mm-mm. that. That shouldn't no. be a. It shouldn't even be a thought in your head. Yeah, I know it. You know, and there was a time when it wasn't. Right. You know. Yeah. 
Um, so just with that, like, you know, we start in, in the 80s. What were, what were some of the biggest changes that you saw with law enforcement from there until, until you retired? Um, probably respect. Um, I think in the 80s and 90s, we were, you know, well thought of, which I still think we are, but I mean to a different extent. Somehow they started questioning us, and this is kind of where I go with that. I think it first happened in schools. Because when I was a kid in school and I misbehaved, I begged the principal not to call my mom. My mom was only five foot two, but man, <laughs> yeah. she was an ornery German, and she had a she had the old barber deal and whip me in the butt with it, you know. And I'd run, but yeah. the kids would uh, they'd fear authority, you know. Mm -hmm. There's no fear of that, and so poor teachers. If you've been to a school. Those teachers put up with way more. Talk about wanting to get out of the job. I don't know how a teacher can survive with some of the things that they have to put up with that they never dreamed about uh, being an educator you know, with kids and the smart mouse and just the combative attitude or the kick up the feet and don't want to do it. I mean, I, I had uh, Mr. Dorn was my seventh grade uh, uh English teacher, mm -hmm. and uh, he had a little uh, paper mache looked like a rabbit, and if you weren't paying attention, he just <laughs> drilled you with it. <laughs> you know? So one time I ducked, and I thought I was good, and hit the girl behind me. Seriously, he took me outside. He said, "I've had enough of you." And I, you know, seventh grade. And I said, "Yeah, I've had enough of you." <laughs> he he just tossed me around out in the school lot. <laughs> so he yeah. kind of dusted me off and wiped me off and he said, you ready to go back in? Yeah. <laughs> well, was, I needed that, right? Yeah. And four teachers, they can't do nothing. They got to count or they have to do something. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. So then that has gone down to law enforcement. But one thing that's kind of funny, but not, is uh, in the courts, you know, there's always high respect. You can't... Now they're talking back to judges. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, now it's a little different because the judge mm -hmm. is like, in contempt. But I thought, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, we, we can't use that. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know what? There needs, to be, there needs to be respect for authority. And that's uh, probably my biggest disappointment. And that, that the parents today are siding with the kid. Mm -hmm. And so go back to body cameras. We, when we had them, then we would invite, like a dad would call, say, hey, my... My daughter said uh, she was only going five over, and she got a ticket. It says five over. And, I mean, what kind of people are you five over? Don't we all drive five over? And I'd say, well, why don't you come in? We'll watch the video. But I said, just do me a favor. On that ticket where it says, you know, uh, 60 and a 55, is there a number above it that's circled? Yeah. Yeah. I said, what is it? 72. See, she was going 72, but he was nice and dropped it to five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, well, come on and watch the video. Nah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so why would you believe? You, you don't think your daughter or something? And I don't understand the, that. like, when you're caught and you do something wrong, yeah. like, you did it. Just do your yeah. Do your penance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I know I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. Why lie about it yeah. after that? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just a matter, you know, teach your kids if know. you know if an officer but tells you to, you know, I mean, just or, like, or dude, any you're caught. Just yeah. Or any, you know, any any 
uh, a person of authority and stuff or whatever. Just, I mean, they're not out to, they're not out to get you. Right. It's probably just, I mean, the simplest thing is even at home, right? When your kid's like, it's always worse if you, if you lie about it, right. double down on the lie and I yeah. still find out oh, about absolutely. it. It's going to be way worse. Just like, you know, just own it and be like, yep, yeah. nope, it's okay. Yep. Yeah. I, Hold I, uh, my household, there wasn't a getting a whole lot away with anything. But, <laughs> right. So I know if my old man asked me a very specific question or pointed question, oh, yeah. I better just, yeah. Yeah. I better he just already, say. He already knew he already the knows. answer. Yeah, so, my, yeah. my dad just, knew everybody in town too and stuff. So it was like knew yeah. everybody in town, knew what, you know, and everybody in town knew what, what I drove for a car or anything. Yeah. I mean, so there was like, yeah. I'd get a phone call at home, like be out doing whatever, get a phone call at home like an hour later and be right. like, hey, were you doing? I'm like, no. I'm like, yeah. thinking how did he ever find like both my parents the things that yeah. they could find out like i had no idea how you would you would even find that out you know and and all of us you know being in whether it's law enforcement or, or in the first responder community you know there's a hundred and some odd guys on the fire department with us all the retired guys for the i mean even for sioux city as, as big as a town it is somebody knows who's kid yeah. or oh, whatever i mean absolutely. it's it doesn't take you. you could yeah you can you get so my kids i'm always like hey I, you know, especially we live in Sergeant Bluff. I said it's a small town. Oh yeah, you guys went to school here. Yeah. I know a lot of the parents. I like you. Get, you can't get away with anything. Right. So just, just flat yeah. out, just you know, own it because yeah. well, we're going to find out one way or another, right? It's kind of like thinking about that. You're probably before cell phone, right? And oh, yeah. They could call oh, yeah. each other on the phone in yep. a matter of minutes. Everybody knows yeah. about this. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, so it travels, and there was just good ways to communicate. And I would say this, for the most part, parents sided with the authorities mm -hmm. you know yeah what uh when you know we talk about uh changes and you know ben to kind of come off of ben's question stuff with, with as far as you know policing in the 80s and stuff but what are some of the greater you know biggest changes like technology wise training wise the stuff that you see because i know you made reference to the to the george floyd incident stuff but um you were still you were big into uh, policing right in the middle during when rodney king when that happened oh stuff. yeah and was there and what um, kind of what spurred changes because that was a big thing oh, for for law enforcement and stuff. And, yeah. and did we see change? You know, George Floyd. Uh, you know, then did you guys see? Was there changes in training and tactics, body cams, things like yes. that? But but what I guess what have you seen or as far as what's the greatest? You know, some of the biggest things, technology wise, training wise, tactic wise, that that you've seen over the years that that have come from whether it's different incidents or just changing with the times. Right. Well, I think that uh, one of the things that we have uh, focused on a lot is de-escalation. Mm -hmm. You really need to learn how to communicate and not, hey, I told you to get over, get over. Now you're just starting to, the agitation. So we have to we have to know how to kind of be a salesman, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, some people, that's a hard adjustment for if you've been here a while. But uh, you find the newer ones are really making big headways. Uh, mm -hmm large but you're right rodney king any of those incidents i remember to this day i am sitting i got a place up north and uh sitting there and uh this all of a sudden this comes on this george floyd incident and i i text Reckley, rex and i said i think we're gonna have issues some fallout and he said i just saw it and sure enough it went all over the country you know mm -hmm. went all yeah. over the country yeah. and bad cops ruin it for good cops right and uh, but it, it got to the point, if you remember this case, you may not, but there was a Brooklyn Center police officer. She was a female. And this uh, this kid um, was this the this is the taser incident. Yeah. She yes. said taser. But yep. she had the gun in her hand. Yeah. Right. I mean, she says taser, taser in her mind. It's all going so fast. Mm -hmm. She thinks she has her taser. And when she shoots him, 
she does the utterance, oh my God, I shot him. She had no intent mm -hmm. to kill him. Mm -hmm. It was an error. Listen, it was costly, don't get me wrong. And the city should pay. I get all that, but to imprison her when you knew that she had no intent, there has to be intent to the mm -hmm. law. And I think that was one of those, sometimes our justice system wants to make right what the wrong was, and this was a bad incident. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying what she did was right, obviously it was wrong, right. but she didn't intend to, and it was just poor. She got all, yeah. you know how the old saying, we, you get it in fire, mm -hmm. you know. You gotta think things have to move slower in yes. your mind. Right, yeah. but and, uh, but something like but if something like that happens, so now, do you like as a does a department go back and kind of look at okay, have we had anything either a close b do we have to look at the way we train our guys or some of the tactics you know because we've have I you know I do. Um, and we have how many guys and stuff we watch. There's a ton of YouTube stuff for, right. for fires, stuff on, you know, Instagram, mm -hmm. TikTok, all these things. And you see bad instances happen or you see in the news and stuff. So, you know, I like to take some of those and, and bring it back to the station and stuff right. and just sit down. Hey, let, let's look at how we would handle this right. or what are we not doing? Or, you know, we have uh, um, guys come up with ideas. Hey, you know, this happened in this place. Maybe we look at either this type of equipment or something. I mean, right. something like that. Is that is does that happen on on a level where? You know, then, yeah, internally, department kind of looks at all oh, the analytics. Is that, I know where they were talking, that one specifically, talking about which side right. that the, the your, your your weapon is versus your, your taser and stuff right. and, and yeah. how, you know, and just the, the training with that. They've uh, they've made the adjustment. We went to outer carry vests for a couple of reasons. The old, putting all that on your gun belt, people were having bad backs and going out on uh, disability with those. So we went to the outer carry. So now you have a, uh, the taser up here and uh, your gun over here and there's just a lot of better things but we spend a lot of time now in training lots of time in training i know when i was sheriff and I, i'm sure sheriff sheehan is continuing we we would get together monthly and maybe have somebody come in and talk about different things such as what you're talking about mm -hmm. and uh try to make those uh, uh, uh improvements because what i always said is we don't want to end up on youtube Right. Mm -hmm. There's a group out there that are like First Amendment auditors, mm -hmm. and they're really trying to trip you up. Yeah. So you know, just be kind, answer the question, and you know you can move on too. But sometimes we had a little bad video with us, and uh, you know you just need to learn and make some improvements. And we took that as a training tool to how to deal with that and how to avoid those things. And uh, trust me, we weren't the only agency. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's people out there to just try to get your goat. Yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the things you're seeing as a, as a shift is is people don't, I don't think, trust law enforcement. Right. Like maybe they used to. You can talk about that respect. I think right. there's just a lack of trust. Yep. And that's from seeing these cases of maybe abuse of power, abuse of responsibility. So with your time with the sheriffs, what, and even today with the sheriff's department and, more, and even like Sioux City Police, what, mm -hmm. what do you guys do to make sure that we are doing our job professionally to standard we don't have bad cops. We don't have cops abusing their power and, and, and things like that. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things that we all um, have been involved in is community policing. So the community sees us in uh, not just in our uniform and our squad car, because if that's the only time they see you, mm -hmm. that's not enough. So try to show up for community events. It's one of the things we did was uh, if, if you are a deputy and you work afternoons, but your son plays ball, Show up, mm -hmm. be visible. 
let them know that you're the dad that shows up watch your kid hey i got a radio on if i'm tripped to a call i'll go um that was came up as one of those incidents when the board of supervisors at that time thought they could be the sheriff and that was uh that was one of those times where mm-hmm. I probably had a little battle. <laughs> but we were, uh, they needed to learn that um, we're elected officials, so I had autonomy. You know, you can't tell me, you can control my budget and how many people I have, but you can't tell me how to um, run uh, the sheriff's office. And one of our guys, a union guy, he's, he's a good guy and he's, he's done very well, but uh, he made some comments on social media about a couple former board members. And I get this call about, hey, I want you to meet over at the board office. And I got this piece of paper. You're gonna fire him. Fire him? Say he's a union president. He can say I'm fat and old, I can't do anything about it, okay? (laughs) He's a union president. He, If he said something he didn't like you or what, you gotta get over it, get through it. Oh, they were upset. Well, I said, stop, don't make threats, you know? And, but anyway, back to community policing. Sioux City Police Department has done a great job over the years, Sheriff's Office. Um, we need to be a part, an integral part of the community. Mm-hmm. Sioux City Fire, we all join, we all join together at different events. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important. You know, the nice part is your image is always gonna be good. Everybody, uh, right, everybody loves the fire, yep. fire right? Yeah. yeah, it makes it easy. <laughs> but it is, you know, you guys have, and our negativity is sometimes because of arrest. There's not much we can do, mm-hmm. you know. If you're um, having an interaction with you guys, it's usually not the greatest yeah, ter- <laughs> under the greatest circumstances, know, usually. But you know, and often, like going back to policing today, they really have tried to get them yeah. to not go to jail, yeah. but they sometimes earn their right to go. I guess yeah. is yeah. the best way to put it. Give them every opportunity, yeah. and, and they still, still choose can't the hard do way. It. Yeah, so. absolutely, yep. absolutely. Uh, yeah, moving forward here a little bit. So, what was kind of your journey? to becoming the sheriff from your time on until eventually when you got elected? So, um, as I said, Leo Miller was my neighbor, and uh, he became sheriff and kind of a guy who was my mentor, looked up to him, and uh, it was fun to work for him. I um, was community policing officer there. I did DARE. Um, The sheriff, Amick, became the sheriff, little known. Dave and I ran in 1992 to be the uh, Republican uh, representative to be sheriff. Well, uh, Dave beat me. I thought he was going to be there forever. He was there three terms, did a great job as sheriff. He ended up uh, beating Leo Miller. And uh, at the end, uh, uh, Dave had appointed me to be his chief deputy. And uh, Dave lost the election in 04. And uh, sheriff Parrott took over, and Glenn's a great guy. But the sheriff's office has always kind of an ugly history. Mm-hmm. It's uh, sometimes a little too political. Sure. And uh, so Glenn put somebody else in. Glenn and I are friends, you know, and I, we moved on from any of that pettiness. And in 08, I ran against Glenn, and it was about I, I just ran on trying to be younger and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure there was a little anger towards that. And then I ran in 12 and won, and Glenn was retiring. But, uh, you know, Glenn and I, Dave Amick and uh, Sheriff Sheehan, we get together every quarter to have lunch, and 
reminisce. So yeah, we have a nice. great relationship. You know, leave all that yeah. pettiness behind. I never, and, I never, yeah, I guess I haven't been able to talk to any of them about how that kind of went sheriff-wise. It's like, well, I'm going to run against you, but yeah. we're still buddies. And, yeah. Right. Well, well, I guess because yeah. people don't realize, think about that, that, sheriff's to, that the sheriff is an elected official. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. I mean, tech, I mean, in all technicality, couldn't I just, like, say I'm going to run for sheriff? You could. And yes. with no law enforcement yeah, right. experience or whatever, yes. I could just yeah. make the make the yeah. effort and be like, I'm going to run for sheriff and get elected yeah. as, as sheriff. Absolutely. So I guess people, you know, you don't, uh, you don't think of that because you think of police and you mm-hmm. think of, you know, applying and going through and working your way up, you know, like right. like on, on the municipal side and stuff. But, yeah, that's it's a little bit different. That's a long, elected, long, elected steep official. tradition, too. It is, so, yeah. You right. know, Glenn, uh, when he won in 04, he just said he was going to run one time. So I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to run in 08. That time I was 48, and I thought this would be perfect, you know. And so I came in. I told him, I'm going to run. I said, uh, you know, you said you weren't going to run. He said, well, I changed my mind. I said, uh, well, I already told some people, so... You know, mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's keep it on the up and up. We don't need to get personal. And, and we didn't. We just talked about topics that I believed in. He ran on what he believed was his record. Um, that might not always make a spouse happy. You know, yeah. family gets involved. Yeah. And <laughs> your sides. Oh, my God. That's the ugliness of sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's funny how within two months you're all back together. Right. Um, one of the things that was helpful in 12 when I ran, I won in 16 Nobody ran against me. I, it was funny. I'd have people say, well, that really means you're doing a good job. I said, no, that really means I don't get paid a lot. Nobody wants <laughs> But uh, so then in 20, uh, I in 18, you know, I, I always said I was kind of, I didn't want to run one more time because, uh, you know, of the pay. I wanted it because my heart's in it, but I was sputtering oil. I was kind of... Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, I'm going to be 60. I don't really. And a couple of buddies that went on to become uh, chief in another Altoona suburb of Des Moines. And, uh, one of the captains left and went with them. And I'm like, and then you tell stories to other guys, a young guy, and say, yeah, back in '84 when I. And he's like, God, I wasn't even born for 10 years. And you start thinking, I'm really old. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a good time to come out, and I had spoke to Chad about running, and he had had a successful business. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was interested, but I don't think he thought it was too serious. And then I just said, I am done. And uh, so, yeah, it all worked out. I'm, you know, I'm really happy that uh, Chad's the sheriff. I think he's doing a good job. It's a little funny story, not, but kind of. Um, New Year's Eve, I'm celebrating t- 2020. I'm, hey, I'm, <laughs> my wife and I are having a little you know, with some friends and yeah, we're done. So midnight rings and it's about 1220 and I'm like, comm center, the heck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheriff, uh, uh, Chief Mueller wants to know if you can get some deputies over to help because they had the homicide out on Morningside. Oh, it was yeah. on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, well, I'm not sheriff anymore. You'll have to call Chad. So I had told <laughs> yeah. Chad, the minute you, that, and so he thought like like i mean yeah yeah, yeah he thought he's yeah. like yeah, so whatever. they called him and he's yeah. like yeah, I'm yeah right no yeah <laughs> that's it i called him the next day how'd that go for you chad <laughs> you're yeah. messing with him we're like no no no, no, no. you're yeah. really sheriff now yeah. so good. we're not kidding yeah that was the it's like it was like a house party drive, yes ex-girlfriend thing. yes yep. drive by yeah that was horrible ugly. yeah horrible yeah yep. yep. how many uh how many sheriffs has woodbury county had like in the, I guess. Oh I my God. Well, I was the, the 33rd sheriff. Chad's the 34th. Yeah. So I think Woodbury County was 1860 something. Yeah. 
30, yeah, 33 sheriffs wow. is all. Yeah. So we had some that stayed forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the longest serving sheriff, and I, I'm sorry, I just can't remember. I, I see the, we had a the poster field. board down at the courthouse. They, yeah, have, one, they have one down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I can see it. I can't think of his name, but he was at least four terms. And, uh, That's a good run. I think is everybody there, is there a limit on or is there a term no, limits or you just you, you can, can just go. keep running yeah. as long as you can. Yeah, I think it's uh, the way I say it is. Uh, this is a poor analogy, but you know, coming in, it's like Jesus on Palm Sunday. Oh yes, yeah, I love yeah. it. And about eight years, they're like crucify him. Get rid of, <laughs> just get rid of, <laughs> get rid of that guy. Um, so <laughs> is there? Is, can, do you age out? Of, do you age out of? Right. You're still. I mean, you still have arresting authority, still doing the job as law enforcement. Right. But because you're elected, not right. An That's appointed. because you're elected. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you're the appointed the chief, you have to retire. Yep. Sixty-five, three hundred sixty-four days. Yep. And uh, but elected, yeah. you know, they have that. You can uh, just keep going. Yeah. Huh. Kind of interesting. That is interesting. You know, and I applaud honestly. I think nothing. Uh, high high marks for Glenn. Um, I couldn't imagine wanting to do it. You know, I'm 63, and I was glad to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he loved it. It was a lifelong, lifelong dream. Um, you know, after 08 election, uh, the media asked me different things about, um, you know, that was when President Obama was elected. Do you think it was a Democrat wave? I said, you can say all those things, but here's the deal. Glenn Parrott was well-liked, well-received. And he was reelected, mm-hmm. and that's how it is. I'm not yeah. going to make excuses. Yeah. And uh, so I think that helped me going into 2012. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. a whiner and complainer. Yeah, you won because no, he won because if you went out in the county, everybody knew Glenn Parrott. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I tell you this, in a personal side, if and and he's uh, in his 80s. I'd still have him for a backup if there was a fight. Yeah, I used to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he goes to Planet Fitness. He's still, yeah. Putting, yeah. Yeah, he's still throwing around weights. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, and he's, he's, he's got a good heart. Yeah. Glenn's good people. And yeah. Tom is a good guy, too. Yeah. Sorry, you got to put up. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, are, we are, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, operationally, can you break down how the sheriff's department works from top down? Yeah. So, uh, you know, sheriff, then you have a chief deputy. I had two majors and lieutenants, and then sergeants. Um, and the, so the sheriff has to appoint that chief deputy, and that can always be a moving position. That's a moving position. Gotcha. Yep. Um, the others can, like captain or major, can be um, civil service. But if you're over 100,000, you could have those three be appointed. Okay. And so my belief was um, I, I wanted somebody that had the same – uh, philosophy and mentality that I had. And uh, <clears throat> so we all wanted to work together and be on the same page. And, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a guy that was a union president that I thought it knows, he knows about treating personnel. That's one of the things we did. We met either monthly or quarterly with the union because we don't, administration doesn't have all the ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, we're yeah. bluffing ourselves if you know, we sit in an office. And so we needed input on what was uh, important for the jail staff, important for the deputies. And, uh, you know, I, I did one that probably didn't make them happy, but it was one of these deals. Um, and we have uh, it's uh, in-car computers, right? Everybody has them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Try to forget some of this stuff, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, in- like it was just like an MDT. 
Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's the word. And uh, so we have them. And a deputy, a sheriff up in uh, uh, just north, we'll just say that, uh, he, Lyon County, Stu lost a deputy because she got distracted entering an accident report while driving. And she died. She hit a, she went off the road, hit the cemetery embankment, and it was a bad deal. Mm hmm. And so and I had another sheriff buddy of mine in Johnson County say that these things are a distraction. Guys are looking at it and pulled up to a stop sign, the crosswalk, white line, didn't see the bike, hits the bike. Didn't kill him, but they wrote a check for about 150. So I asked the sheriff in Johnson, I said, hey, what did you do? He said, I blacked out the screen. 10 miles an hour, screen's blacked out. And uh, man, there's... Guys at our place didn't like it. And I said, here's the deal. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm not coming to your house to tell your wife or your spouse that you died because I put something in there and it was a distraction. Mm -hmm. You know, and one guy said, well, we might fight it. I said, good. It'd be great political coverage if I want to run again. You know, yeah. it, it's we have enough distractions in a car going 130 miles an hour. We don't need Something the extra else. distraction. And what yeah. we, what I said, hey, so we'll go back the old-fashioned way. Where are you coming from? I'm on Highway 20. Where are you at? We'll communicate. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to look at the computer mm -hmm. driving 120 miles an hour to a call. And uh, they, all, they all agreed. Now, I never asked after I left if they got it back. It's none of my business. I hope they didn't. But if they did, that's uh, yeah. that's a decision that... Well, well, yeah, I always thought, you know, cause with you guys in law enforcement having the screens, you know, and, and it, there's valuable resources. I mean, we right. got the engines have, we have our iPads and stuff, but the, right. usually it's just the officer who's right. not driving the Drive vehicle it. that's looking at the thing. But it's like, cause if, I've, if I'm on my cell phone and I pass, you know, you're going to pull me over right. for being a distracted yeah. driver and have my cell phone, but you guys have a computer screen right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. That kind of stuff. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I distract, and, and distracted is distracted. Absolutely. Right? So. And, and we would have citizens call us mm -hmm. on a number of occasions. How is that right? And I said, it isn't. Yeah. You know, and we'll, we'll figure it out. And uh, so we fixed it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like I said, I went to Sheriff Stu's uh, after his deputy died. I went up there. It was part of my area was I was in if it was a northwest Iowa sheriff that lost a, a deputy um, you kind of go be with them mm -hmm. and kind of help them out and he he felt horrible because he put him in and and uh, kind of blamed himself and there's no blaming yourself on those things and so like I said I I just I didn't want our I didn't want to have to be that guy you know I had one incident uh, uh, the deputy got fired upon about eight rounds down near the airport. If was uh, Ron Linz on the fire mm -hmm. department when you were there? Yep. His son. Okay. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, it, it shook me to my core is to hear him, you know, calling for help. And man, that I just I didn't I feared losing somebody, mm -hmm. you know. And I think we all fear that. Yeah. And we had lost somebody like you guys did, yours in '82. And uh, ours in uh, 1993, Sheriff Amig was new sheriff, and two of our guys died in a plane crash uh, transporting an inmate. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you've ever had to go through that, that is tough. Um, so when I became sheriff, 
I, I got an honor guard together, and we started going to different funerals mm-hmm. of fallen firefighters or law enforcement officers because they showed up when our guys died in 1993. And, uh, you know, I, every funeral I ever went to, you always see the fire there with the huge flag. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I went to the Dallas funeral down there when yeah. the, those five were killed, me and— Yeah, the Major Dallas Star. officers there. Yeah, yep. yeah. And we, I've gone to New Des Moines, um, just different areas, probably several. And uh, we, we made it a point that we would say that you would go within a day's drive. And we had a fund, um, Sheriff's Foundation, that people would donate, mm-hmm. and that would send them. So it didn't cost taxpayers because, oh, you nice. know, somebody's yeah. going to say, oh, that's my taxpayer's money. Going, mm-hmm. Well, no, guess what? Yeah. People donate because yeah. they care and they see the reason, yep. the validity of doing that. So mm-hmm. we did that. That was kind of a – and it's been carried on, and I'm um, glad to see that continue on. How that's many – Powerful many, thing. How yeah. many go to those? Yeah. Um, how many deputies, I guess, on like a like a shift? You know, getting back to structure. Like, how many? I mean, how many? How many deputies are covering Woodbury County? Because Woodbury County, I mean, eight hundred geographically. Yeah, it's a it's a huge yeah. yeah huge area. It's only one hundred twenty five thousand people, but it's yeah. like it's pretty rural. Once you get outside of Sioux City, yeah, it's pretty rural. You leave, say say we're uh, out here, and I go to Danbury, probably fifty five miles. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm at gunpoint with a guy in my, my helps in Moville. That's still 30 miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I've always said a deputy needs to be a very good negotiator. Yeah. Um, policies may be written by somebody in a sterile office writing them. I can remember that uh, I was down in Sergeant Bluff. This guy was 6'7", 350. And uh, I said, hey, you got warrants for you. I said, we're going to have to go to jail. He said, uh, I don't, you can't handcuffed me you handcuffed me the fight's on and they call for help and uh the female officer pulled up was like five months pregnant i thought stay in the car yeah. i'll take the ass <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. And, and so i negotiated i said all right i said uh i can remember the guy that wrote that policy i, I said how about this i'm gonna loop it through your belt we're gonna do like this we're being the front but when you get up to jail i'll put like three on i have to go back I, I said, well, let's just get to the first part, you know. I thought, if I can get there, maybe the Calvary will all help. I don't know. But, you know, we negotiated, and we got there. Next day, somebody in the administration said, hey, you violated policy. Well, guess what? I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. policy is kind of uh, one of those things that, you know, we can adapt. I get it. It's a guideline. But it doesn't mean I'm stuck by it. Uh, I think that I was able to uh, make a situation better and so that was that was that incident but yeah yeah any other uh you know as your time as sheriff you talked about the the screens what else did you do during your time that you remember as big milestones that you achieved well the body cameras were huge okay and then in the jail we put like a scanner so like if you're at the airport you go through it because so many Mm -hmm. people bring you know they ingest it Mm-hmm. Uh, do all kinds of things, and this will, old- yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. So we we had that. That was a that was an expensive item to buy, but uh, in the in the code of Iowa, there's uh, an inmate. Uh, when we have inmates, there's money that comes back to the board or the general fund, or it can be designated to the sheriff. So we worked out an agreement with the board. Hey, listen. As long as I can ask you for these items, 
then I'm good. I don't care if you can get the room and board money. Just as long as we get that. We worked out a great deal. Mm -hmm. So we were able to do that. We went to, which was huge, we went to 24-7 nursing. So oh, what yeah. used to happen is in the jail <laughs> after 6 o'clock, some guy is, you know, we're not doctors or nurses. Ah, I don't know. He looks okay. You call. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, is he moving, breathing? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we had a few incidents. And so we changed that culture. And our lawsuits went way down um, because of body cameras, because of 24-7 nursing. Mm -hmm. uh, body cameras, like I said, all those things helped us. Uh, those those things were important. There's probably a few others. Did you bring it? So, like, two things. But uh, one, so did you bring ever for your for your officers, or at least for your um, your leadership and stuff? Did you ever do anything bring in any like leadership training or anything any that kind of stuff for for your people? We well, we would we had a great budget for um, training, so we were always. If somebody in our union came and said, hey, we'd like to go to this, if we couldn't get it here, we'd send two or three and do the train the trainer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the board, I would say, was very good about getting us the dollars necessary for training because we la when I took office, the training budget was only $10,000. Can you imagine? We had oh. 120 employees. Yeah. I mean, that's – so uh, we, we built that up to over 75000 and uh, in our budget, we had some room for, you know, it isn't just a straight line item. If I was long here, I could move some money over there to help for training. Mm -hmm. And we were always doing that, and that just uh, invaluable. We really never denied anybody training that was going to be valuable for the whole organization. We mm -hmm. weren't looking to make somebody a superstar and just train them, but we wanted the uh, to benefit everybody and train the trainers great i'm sure you guys do that oh yeah limited yeah. on what you can do and, yeah. yeah and so uh then i i think uh chad is probably continuing on that way prairie hill the we we built the prairie hill center um tore down the old building and built that new building and used it for training area law enforcement uh first responders whoever um so there's continual training going on out there uh, really a state-of-the-art range also so well, you you do um said something with the jail and stuff and that's that's an, so that's actually when you think about the sheriffs you see driving around and think about patrolling out in the county but the mm -hmm. the jail falls under the sheriff the sheriff also yeah right? and we have uh about 65 when i was there 65 employees i think they've upped it now because the new jail's going from 235 inmates to, I think, four and a quarter. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be nice when it's done. I may not have agreed with how it, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm just giving my personal opinion. They should have went local. Klinger was there. Those would have been jobs that stayed in our community. But uh, I was out of the picture. So they went with this company. They've had some issues. Uh, hopefully nothing like... Uh, this past jail's been, but I think it'll be all right. It's beautiful. I just see it. I drive by. I uh, got to be honest with you. There's a sign out there that says uh, Woodbury County Jail coming soon. I have wanted to stop by and say maybe someday, but I <laughs> didn't want to get arrested for graffiti. Yeah. But I do kind of laugh at it. When yeah, I yeah. But it'll be there before long. And um, the personnel that work in the jail, the toughest job. Right. One of the things I did when uh, I started was say you had been on 10 years and your day off was only going to be Monday and Tuesday forever. Mm -hmm. The only people that got Saturday and Sunday were administration or somebody that had 20 years on. 
oh, how crazy is this? They were wondering why we we're losing people. So we went to a Pittman schedule. Pittman schedule is you work, you get every other weekend off, and one weekend you work, th one week you work three, and the next week you work two. I said, give me a try. See if you like this. If you don't like it after six months, you know, they were, the only people that were really objecting were the guys senior, Saturday and senior, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Obviously. I went to them after six months, and they were like, no way. Leave it. Don't even touch it. Mm -hmm. and it because you want to keep people. You yeah. train them. Yeah. You want to keep them. They love it, and we, they've continued on. Um, the, the downside, 12 hours is a long day. 12 hours is a long day in being in a jail with inmates. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the plus is they think, hey, three days I can get through this. And that's three full days because you think about it. It's an hour before work, an hour and after yeah, work, right. but a 14-hour day. Would I get two hours to do something? So yeah. It is tough, and I sh I'm sure the chief uh, deputy and uh, the sheriff are looking at maybe 10-hour uh, days for you know rotating, uh, mm -hmm. and they probably will be able to do it because they'll have more manpower, and I hope they do because yeah. that's a tough tough job is that day. are they going to have a hard time do you think like you know you said law enforcement has a hard time recruiting are they going to have a hard time finding bodies to no to they they no. they are, are sitting well good yeah so i'm really happy uh, i'm sure chad is and uh, you know the the problem with that place in the jail is and it's not a problem but it's often used as a stepping stone mm -hmm. yeah, i'll be a jailer for a couple of years i'm going to try it with the police department sheriff's office highway patrol yeah. whatever and so you lose them. Sometimes there's a lot, but we had a lot of good senior people, you know, a dozen years on or more that made it a career. And because uh, do, do you have to work well, in the jail before you can be a deputy? No. Okay. So no. I, for some reason, I thought I, that was the case. And some counties, you get hired as a deputy and you might spend eight years yeah. in the jail before you get out. Wow. We don't do that because ours are civilian jailers, they're not deputies. Gotcha. And uh, though they're, in my opinion, uh, do every bit that a deputy does, if mm -hmm. not more. You know, they don't get a break. They don't get to drive around and go, oh, I'm going to go get a Slurpee over here at Come and Go, okay? <laughs> They're stuck in there for yeah. 12 hours. So well, it's a tough job. What's the, I guess, the hierarchy of authority for as far as, like, like you know, because you've got different, with different law enforcement, you got Sioux City PD and, and they have a chief. Mm -hmm. You've got Woodbury County and a sheriff. You state patrol, and you got, I mean, DOT, I guess, too, and stuff. But, like, who's, is, you know, if you guys are on scene or whatever, who's who can pull, I guess, rank or jurisdiction when it gets to a chief of police versus a sheriff versus state patrol? Whatever. Like, where, where's the, I guess, the jurisdiction, the authority, uh, you know, who's got authority over who when it comes to an incident? Yeah, well, that's a great question because uh, I think, though I wasn't there, but I've been on a number of those. Um, let's, were you guys around 232? Like no, that was no, no. So if you go back then, um, you know, Sioux City Fire Incident Command, that was that, that mm -hmm. plane crash. We, we, you know, we'll direct traffic. We'll do our thing. We'll yeah. we'll help. Uh, so the incident down by Hornick, that was mm -hmm. the sheriff's call. Uh, we call for help. Sioux City comes. Um, Plymouth and Sioux County tactical teams. I don't think the. The good nature that we have here, one of the pluses is we all work together. Nobody cares who's going to. And so um, whoever the deputy in charge was, he would just, this is how we'd go. And mm -hmm. everybody falls in line. I've never known that to be any different. Flight 232 was the same. Chief Hamilton, I was down there. Chief Hamilton, uh, Gerald Donovan was the chief of police. Leo Miller was the sheriff. Um, and I remember to this day, 
they were talking, people came in from United and wanted to know if the wreckage could be secured and it would have to be watched 24-7. Talk about the right guy at the right place. Uh, you know, Chief Hamilton said, no, that's not our deal. And Chief Donovan said, I don't have the bodies. And Sheriff Miller said, I don't have the bodies, but Drew's in the union. I bet he'll get some guys into it. <laughs> Four years we guarded that wreckage till all wow. the lawsuits wow. were settled. Yeah, hardly anybody wow. knew that. It was locked in a, uh, a hangar down there, and uh, it took uh, 44 months till all the lawsuits were settled. And, and the one that was holding out was a, an elderly lady that really never got hurt. And, uh, yeah. So, so you had to have a body on that. Had to have body 24-7. 24-7, wow. yeah. 44 months. Yeah. So is that like a side private contract for all the – Oh, yeah. So yeah. That, was, that was like – we only little... made twelve fifty an hour back then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, but it was At a lot of money. At the time, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny story was um, I've set aside some because I was going to take the family because I was working and then working that. So I, I was going to take them to Disney World. You know, I'll take them to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. I saved three grand. Jeez, yeah. that's like a miracle. Yeah. So I got to go do my taxes beforehand. Bob's my tax man. He's like, oh, he said, uh, did you put any of this aside? I go, well, no. He said, well, they didn't tax any. Oh, what do I owe? That three grand you oh, saved? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to get a loan to take him to Disney World. Oh, man. <laughs> so lesson learned. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I always took out a little extra. But, yeah, yeah, that, that wreckage was, well, obviously, it was a really uh, pretty cool deal how we all worked together. And that goes back to the history of police, sheriff, fire, all working together, planning that mm -hmm. uh, disaster drill. Nobody guessed. Listen, that happened at a Thursday. I think we got, I think it landed or crashed around four or something, but around two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, the call came out. You did that on a Saturday? Oh. Be a whole different thing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So we had people all there, and uh, it just, uh, yeah, it really worked out. Uh, 112 passed. I think it was 185 survived. Uh, the real, real story was the following day. I think I was there till 10 or 11 that night, and no, um, no, any like uh, critical incident debriefing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yep. hey, you know. Yep. You know, and I, I be honest, I went home, and man. What I saw, it choked me up. I mean, I don't. Some guys aren't that way, but I wear yeah. my emotions on my shirt sleeve, and that was tough. But I came back the next day, and and you know, bodies put into the morgue, and uh, air guard, again fire, police, sheriffs. But one thing you got to really say, all the rural firefighters came mm -hmm. from all over mm -hmm. to help. Pretty cool thing about mm -hmm. area, our area that we work in, and we're very unique. And out of that we got this uh, uh, radio system that we could all communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there was a lot of pluses out of that. But I think the the develop, professional development with the fire, police, and sheriffs, have, uh, we're very unique. I've gone to different places in the country and nobody works together. Except when we used to play flag football against each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be coming back, by the way. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. I, I loved it. I will, uh, yeah, we Adam haven't was. played the hockey for a long time. No, yeah. we, need, we, need, we need to do a little hockey back. Yes, too, you guys huh? do. Yeah, yeah. 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 A really do. AP was going to look into the flag football thing. I think it'd be yeah. fun. 
Yeah. Guys yep. didn't get hurt. That's the only yeah. thing. That, yeah, that's just it. Yeah, Miami. it gets. Yep, yep. Everybody gets a little beat up on that one. Yeah. That's why the hockey wasn't too bad because it's it's not you know check full checking. Yeah, it's like yeah, just yeah. full but send. Right? Football will get very yes. competitive. Oh, it did. Or it basketball. Did. We, we were smart. We we went against a rural fire. It was easier. There you <laughs> you know? Right. And I was, I remember a Sioux City fire and police and I thought. Well, oh yeah. Yeah. I They like one of the last times the fire department played. I can't remember what year. It was, but they said like they had like an ACL be torn. Oh yeah, guys, yeah. Guys, guys got beat up. Guys yeah. were going off the job for like two months. Yeah, we got to quit doing right. this. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's well, all type A personalities. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna yeah. yeah. you got there, everybody's you know? gonna go. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna full send it, even though they're forty something. Right, and their exactly. body doesn't respond like it used to. Absolutely, act like I'm twenty again. Yeah, still thinks you still think about this stuff. That was gonna be one of my questions though. Was the opportunities being sheriff what you like who else you've gotten to work with over the years other agencies other departments yeah. things like that well i yeah i always worked with the secret service when uh president bush came that was kind of fun get your picture with the president um they were yeah he, he, twice I, he I would say this twice. like him or not the guy was amazing and one of the cool things was uh so i was chief deputy and the sheriff chief of police a fire chief uh i think i don't know if it was tom or oh oh that o, time o, that was still that would have Ham, been hamilton. hamilton hamilton okay and uh captain clays and you all know joe frisbee good mm -hmm. guy yep and, and you know going on and on yeah when you know when he comes in he's gonna know that i'm the chief of police blah 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 and he's you know i'm sitting there thinking I'm going to say so he, we watch him he comes out of the limo and hey, man that is cool the secret service they have an outfit a group that yeah, I, yeah. i'm sure they'll take out an army okay. <laughs> yeah. and he he gets out he goes does a speech he comes around the corner after that and he sees sheriff amick and he's like oh yeah every town you got to go to he's got a sheriff sheriff's my guy you know he grabs him like oh my god <laughs> they're like oh, i'm gonna be like uh in the movie force gump i yeah. got the pee i don't know what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> you know and uh he he comes up to me and he goes oh he said the sheriff's always got his right hand man and he shakes my hand i'm like oh my god yes sir thank you sir you know good luck blah, blah. i didn't know what to say and he and he'd been friendly with us and he walks by joe frisbee says chief and he kept going and we were like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was kind of fun but that's funny. you know we i i think uh, oh i did eight years with uh drug enforcement administration i worked oh there you go okay for eight go. years that was the best of everybody says hey with sheriff you know eight years working narcotics was the funnest time oh yeah um <clears throat> you know i I did undercover operations as a FedEx driver, UPS driver. I, I'm hesitant because you all fire guys. I don't want you to dislike me. I don't know if you ever remember, but we borrowed your rig and went to this call. We made it up that there was a, a gas leak in the neighborhood. And uh, so we left at the station by the sheriff's office. Is that three? Uh, by one? the sheriff's one station. One. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had it all set up. And uh, I, I, can't, I can still remember the guy. He's driving, and I'm, I always wanted to blow that air. Horn. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, like, we're at West 7th and Hamilton, and he says, uh, you like that air horn? Yeah, I, <laughs> I kept going. So we pulled in into this neighborhood with Mid-American Energy, because this guy supposedly had explosives. And uh, 
probably could, should have did better planning. But so we got the whole neighborhood started coming out because, you know, we're mm-hmm. last summer. And he comes out, and I'm dressed in fireman gear and another guy. And he goes, uh, what's going on? Well, there's a gas leak. We're trying to get everybody out, this and that. And he takes a look, and you could see him trying to get back the door. I tackle him, and I just cuffed him, and I said, oh, we're, not, we're not with the fire department, <laughs> which probably in hindsight, well, it wasn't maybe the smartest. Cause, right. uh, you know, we don't want to put firefighter in harm's way, but uh, we thought it was good, and uh, we did. There were some things in there. We should have called ATF at the beginning, but, you know, you live and learn. Chief Hamilton was good with it. Um, some other people weren't. Uh, and we never did it again. Mm. So, <laughs> wait, let me tell you. What a victory. What year was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that had to be like I remember, 98. I was going to oh, say, I remember, I remember when I came on them talking about, yeah. like yeah. vaguely talking yeah. about that where, yeah, there, yeah, there was, there was, you know, when That's you talk wild. about with Union <laughs> and some of the other yeah. guys and stuff that some people weren't happy because, yeah. you know. It could that, put you but, in a bad light. Right. It could, you know, for, for us because, but, you know. But it's you a know, great you get story. the bad guy. Yeah, it is a good story. <laughs> And, and you got to blow the air horn. So, oh my right. God! You know, now, see, know. now we really That's don't one like of those that, now that I know cops situations. Yeah. All right, we you won't know. do it again. Yeah, no, now no. I know. Yeah, but it was it's, cool. We did or, it. or this is just like just fact that you know co- that the cops really do want to be fired. Uh, well, I, so many so times that they're like, um, "Hey, we're gonna make up a call so we can go get a bad guy just <laughs> I, so we can dress up as, I as firefighters." So somebody says, "This is where I'm really gonna get in trouble." You know, they say, "You know, sheriffs, police, they do ride-alongs, right?" Yep. And you guys do sleepovers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, yeah. we got to give each other a hard time. That's, that's good. I, uh, I think it's a great place. We're going to take a break, come back, and we'll get into the second half. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Don't yeah. come. Get out. I, I, don't don't care. I don't care how I get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> do what I got to do. All right. So we are back. Ryan took a pee, <laughs> and we can continue with Dave Drew. So... Phil, you kind of had a good question during yeah. the break here so, that you wanted yeah, to ask. What, what I thought, with that? you know, because we've talked a lot about the history of the fire services, but what about the history of the sh- the sheriff's department, like going like way back as far as, you know, what, yeah, how did it come up, come about, I guess, you know? Well, yes, you know, the state law, uh, every county has to have a sheriff. And they have to be elected. So you have an elected county attorney, you have elected auditor. All those things are part of the process. Um you know, I don't, I can't tell you which came first, Sioux City Police or Woodbury County Sheriffs. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I. But guess. even, but even going like like way back, because you know, like Robin Hood, you got the, you, oh, you know, yeah. the sheriff right. of Nottingham that's right. always oh, coming yeah. in like, poor Domino, sheriff, right. my birthday present. <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, it came from England. We know that. Yeah. And uh, it was Shire and Reeves and had something to do with land assessment. And uh, when they came over, um, I think it was in Virginia when the first sheriff's office started setting up. So one more thing we took from the English and perfected it yeah, and then so kicked them out. Just <laughs> so like the like language. If, yeah. you, if you talk to a sheriff, when you say sheriff's department, we, we kind of cringe because it's the office of sheriff. Okay. It's just technicality. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But sheriff's department would be mean like the police department. Or the water department, or okay. you know whatever, because then yeah. it'd be under like a mayor, or city sure, a city, yeah. right? And so the sheriff, he's elected and he's autonomous. He's equal to the board and others. Because there's only a sheriff for each, county. and then everybody else is a deputy. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, just little things. Right, but uh, yeah, but it's a smoke alarm versus smoke right. detector. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you know, it's it's a yeah. it's like you know the general public is like yeah, that. they do But you know, but if you're in it, you're yeah, like you know, yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's not that big of a deal. But at times, the only reason I wanted to do it was because I wanted the board to remember that we're co. You know, hey, you don't, you're not over me, That's right. and I'm not over you. So mm-hmm. this is how it works. You get me my dollars and people. <laughs> Other than that, you don't control policy. Yeah. So. With with that, as far as you know, um, with the sheriff and uh, so your deputy, you still hire people and stuff. But can you? Is it like can you do stuff like TV or in the movies? Can you just like flip a badge across the thing? Be like, you know, I need some bodies and stuff. Can you put together a posse? Because the sheriff, the sheriff has a posse. Has right? a reserve unit. Yeah. Yes. So when I started, we had and then it was called sheriff's posse. Yep. And uh, and some sheriffs, and I, I worked for one that had a sheriff's card that said I'm. Uh, if he'd get, this guy would get stopped and say, I'm a friend of the sheriff, you know, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, which yeah, I, I am thought, too. I thought <laughs> yeah. today, man, it's like name you dropping, a, you got a 50 50 chance yeah. that might work, you know. So, um, they perfected it and then went to Sheriff's Reserve, and there's so much uh, classes they got to take, and it's all across the state, same amount of classes. And then they have to go through like a field training program before they can get out. Uh, on their own mm-hmm. so yeah it's a it's good because we're in such a rural area yeah. that you really can't uh you know have one guy in every town or you yeah know, it's, it's hard you know you were talking um and i i'm gonna guess there's probably 30 some on patrol so you divide that up three different ways and you got to make sure you're at minimum staffing yeah uh when i started min- minimum staffing was two you know, the other Lord. guy in for the, the whole, whole county? county for the whole county. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So if you had one guy make an arrest, you were solo for yeah. The whole, you know, you were hoping. So you know, we kind of had that rule: unless it's really serious, better not take him to jail because yeah, I'm out here by myself. Yeah. Now you might have had a, a trooper in the area. You know, mm-hmm. he could have been seventy miles away. Yeah, maybe right. that yeah. would have been it. But yeah, I mean, there was times that uh, you know we relied. A lot of Sioux City PD leaving their area to cover us, yeah, because otherwise help was a long ways yeah. away. Dude. And there's no better sound than having the cavalry come. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you were sheriff, did you did any of your deputies patrol in Sioux City? Um, they could if there's warrants or there's evictions or there's some kind of civil paper, but it wouldn't be to patrol the area. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. would assume City PD would would take right. care of that. And... There could be times though if they are very swamped on, say, they were. St- on a homicide and we had extra bodies then we would come in and help on different calls okay you know i can think of a few incidents um uh jill ohm mm-hmm. got shot yeah. um kevin mccormick mm-hmm. and so we know enough that we would come in and help on calls yeah. because all those guys are hands on deck helping on that incident so well, i remember the mccormick deal because uh, in sergeant bluff and and living on the street with a couple de- in a development neighborhood with a couple deputies that, yeah. that live there and stuff and yeah when that call went out, i mean those dudes were like oh. i mean through uh, yeah. coming out racing yeah. on sergeant bluff yeah. just, uh, it was like all hands coming to, yeah. to that one yeah. so is that so the county i guess so you know let's say um you know, even with you, like you said, with two guys or whatever, but somebody calls outside of, you know, Moleville, Lawton or whatever, you know, because does the city, does their jurisdiction then pretty much end at the city line? So if they had something that was, you know, two miles outside of town, three miles, I mean, they, they might go depending on how right. serious. Yeah. But is it 
technically the county's right yeah if it's call, outside the city's jurisdiction they would be there to assist yeah and uh they do it uh they do it often mm-hmm. and very appreciative uh, i just think because you know it, depending on like you yeah. said if depending on how many deputies you don't know oh, where yeah. everybody's oh, at right. woodbury county stretches quite a ways oh, yeah you know if you got somebody here there whatever and you're on the other end of the county yeah for a call yeah you know it's going to take you a little bit it's not Absolutely. like you call 911 here and in, in, in town and couple minutes you got an Maybe officer and in some yeah. of those really really small towns the office of sheriff is the authority in that town yes because they yeah. don't have a local officer yeah, don't have right it. so yeah yeah we had a uh I, you guys have that agreement all of a sudden i'm drawing a blank mutual aid yeah yeah kind of mutual aid but yeah. uh it's a document signed and uh you know we would uh, cover for them and they would cover for us and so mm-hmm. yeah. we have that uh, I, I like i said i just think that uh the incident down by uh, Hornick Holly Springs is a great example of everybody working together, mm-hmm. and that that has gone on for time and memoriam. It really has. It's a nice deal. So, so what are the differences and responsibilities between city police and then Woodbury County Sheriff's? Well, you know, so we have a patrol division. Yep. But then we have uh, uh, the, they have an invest. We have an invest. But the biggest thing is. Probably the jail and civil uh, papers okay. and things such as that. Like uh, that could be a writ of removal. Um, a writ of removal is it's so old school. I, I just, it bothered me, but it's still written in the law that you have to pay your your uh, judgment that's against you and, and you own a business. I just go in the cash register and take the money. Wow. I'm like, whoa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does seem like an old school. Wild like, it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, whoa, yep. we can do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but that's it. And you just take it back and give them a receipt. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But yeah. it happens a lot. It still goes on. Um, evictions, yeah. evictions. Well, when I first started, it was the uh, farm crisis. That mm-hmm. was hard. Oh, you know, family gosh. farms forever being auctioned off. And, yeah. Poof, that was really, really that's hard. That's like the sheriff's auctions. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. And those were tough. Yeah. Those were tough times. And, you know, you, yeah. you lose a family farm. Century and, farms. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah. You, you're up against a lot. I say, because what's the, the history in Plymouth County? They, they hung the sheriff. They hung the, the judge. In like, like the Great Depression, like the oh, Dust really? Bowl area. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing a story about mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you I rung a bell with you, Devin. I think you're making that up, but yeah, it yeah. sounds good. No, it's, it's a real story. <laughs> really? Some, somewhere in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was Plymouth County for some reason. <laughs> like literally hung up? Yeah. They, they hung, so they either hung the judge that uh, put all the eviction notices out on all these farms, or they yeah. hung the sheriff. I can't remember which one. Oh, wow. But Maybe the judge. Yeah, I think that was, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Great Depression era. Plymouth County. I'm going to yeah. fact check this wow. okay. a bit. But. We're going to fact check. We've got a producer check fact there, checking Brian. it right now. <laughs> Brian's yeah. already over there. Yeah, right yeah. so dumb. Get the correction. <laughs> yeah, pop in there if we need yeah. um, like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to look really smart or really dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so, so like, if there was a, a warrant for arrest in, in, you know, somewhere in city limits. Yes. And then, you, you know, I assume you communicate with PD saying, hey, we yeah. got a warrant for this guy. If, if PD's like, we're busy, you guys go deal with it? Or is it joint yeah, effort? They or yeah. Um, they could say, we'll take care of it. You don't even need to. Yeah, I guess who, ser- yeah, who serves the warrants and stuff? Like uh, whoever comes across them. Okay. And then they have to read them the warrant on the back and can sign it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they 
brought up to the jail. So, yeah, it's... Other than my outstanding record, <laughs> that's why they take so long when you're stopped because they're running yeah. and checking you they're for warrants right. <laughs> all yeah. that, right? Yeah. So, sure, yeah. Make no, it. yeah. I'm always hoping that, oh, gosh, I hope he remembers me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no clout anymore, so I'm back to a seven over on the highway. I think yeah. it's pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you pull over like, hey, don't Didn't you know I used yeah, to right. be the sheriff? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That'd be funny, be funny if, like, you know, someone did give you a ticket, like, some young guy gives you a ticket, and then, you know, one of the older guys, like, you gave Dave Drew a yeah. ticket? Yeah. <laughs> well, funny is, uh, young kid be like, we always Oop. had a deal with, uh, somebody would always say, hey, uh, you know, you know, my neighbor, he's the sheriff, and yeah, yeah. so I have some friends yeah. that would say, yeah, and I can't I'm stand sure every, him. everyone in yeah, law, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They deputies go, yeah, I can't stand him, and they were like, did Wait you know that deputy? I said, yeah, it's kind of an old thing. Maybe yeah. he can't, but I don't know. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know you know Joel Bertrand at all? Oh, do I ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I need to go farther? Than well, that? I want. No, if you have, no, if you have any Joel stories, I love you. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure when he was the Hinton cop, he gave Captain DeBond a ticket. Oh, like, 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 like right before, before he got on the job, and yeah. then and then he, he hires, he does his three weeks, and oh, runs, really? runs into the guy. And, oh, and, wow! Uh, Captain Cap Win too, I believe DJ got pulled. Yeah, out I, I, so that's I why. If only they knew what they know now. Yeah. He, he didn't belong in law enforcement. So. <laughs> <laughs> Belushi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's a great guy. Oh, yeah. he's a good guy. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, what else we got in here? You guys got anything? Trying to think what we've we've called. Um, I don't know. I've I've learned a lot about the sheriff's department. Yeah, I didn't for sure. Like just the scope of of what they do as far as you know. I mean, just really. And I guess I guess maybe people don't don't think of that as far as as broad as right what it what it covers. You know. Yeah. It's, it's you know we're we're responsible for the courts. Mm-hmm. So the judges and the you know, make sure that the jury's safe coming and going, um, housing and moving inmates. So there's a lot. I think in the code section, there's like 60-some things that the sheriff does. Wow. I mean, some of it's so old, like uh, uh, you're transporting horses and you get stopped. You have to show sheriff the receipt of your horses. I'm thinking I never did any of that. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's some that are really old, but right. kind of kind of funny. Like I said, go we, back to the Old West stuff, you know. We, yeah. had, uh, we had a guy, he's a great guy, and he's now the chief in Altoona. But... In the code section, it says, when the sheriff is not present, you are he. So in absence, then now you're the sheriff. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things in there, it said that each town would, each town marshal would tell the sheriff what their plans were for that night. And so leave it to this guy. He's on nights and he'd read the code section. So he calls the captain on the, on the PD and says, Hey, uh, Captain uh, Deputy Stallman, yeah, I'd like you to tell me uh, what your plans are for tonight. He's like, what? Yeah, in the code section, you have to tell me. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't that. I mean, we were dying, but apparently it then went to the chief who went to our chief. Yeah. And yeah. He got called in. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, so I said, eh, maybe not. The comedy might not go as yes, well. Yes, very <laughs> So I thought code. it was funny. That's funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you're mentioning some of those those people you came on with that went on to be chiefs and sheriffs and, you know, held uh, senior positions other places. Who are the people uh, that had an impact on your career during your time with the sheriff's office? Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. Um, I had a great sergeant, uh, Sergeant Michelson, and uh, he, he was an old military guy, uh, polished and, you know, man, he, he was so old school, 
that he wouldn't ever put his cigarettes in his front pocket. He put them down in his sock because it kind of creases. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, so we were, Chris Jacobson and I were on uh, afternoons together, and he's training us. But I had already gone through some of it, so I was behind, the car behind. And he's going to have Chris make traffic stops. And it's one of them March times when we had some snow and now it's gone. And we pull over on the road that goes to Pearson. He leads and it goes east to Pearson and gets this guy speeding. And uh, he says, all right, make this stop here. So I pull in behind and Sarge Mike gets out and he slides down the bottom of the hill, mud and snow. And uh, we're, we're trying not to laugh. And, and so he comes up and he's all dirty and he was never dirty. This guy was pressed and polished and, and he said, pop that trunk. I need a blanket. So we're <laughs> trying not to laugh. And, and the next thing you know, he said, follow me to my house. And he gets out and he's got another class A uniform that looked better than the other. I'm like, geez, none of us have that, but that he's an old military guy. Sure. I learned about a lot about a command presence and looking good. Um, I learned a lot. Joe Frisbee's a good friend of mine. Joe taught me a lot especially, uh, you know, as sheriff and what to do, what not to do, and work with the group. Um, Dave Amick was a great sheriff. Uh, I learned a lot from him. The guy was very patient, patient as Job, you know, never quick to react. And I think I learned that though you may be annoyed by what was done to you, settle down and think it through, mm -hmm. you know, so don't react on bad things. But, yeah, there was just, I think throughout my time, I learned from every sheriff I ever worked for. I learned something, you know. Um, maybe, maybe there were some bad things, but I learned from it, you know. Yeah. Um, Glenn Parrott didn't call it community policing, but he was. Okay, he was out in the public, always talking to people. That's important because just driving by, you never develop those relationships. And I give you a classic example: there's a deputy named Frank Kafka, and he was he was similar in that way that he was always. Um, communicating with the public stop and talk and and uh, one time I'm pulling in a little town of Odo and this guy's waving and I pulled up and I said yeah can I help you oh uh, no I, I thought you were Frank well, I said Frank's off but can I help you no I'll wait till he comes back and I thought huh? so I tell Frank hey this guy so next day I said Frank what he said oh that guy over there's got a warrant he wanted to tell me I thought but that's a development mm -hmm. of relationships wow. yeah. that people have. Definitely. And they don't, you know, they're not going to talk to just somebody. Yeah. Because yeah. if I tell you and you might be that guy, yeah, okay, and didn't do a darn thing about it. Mm -hmm. But they knew that, you know, some of these deputies will do because they have built that relationship. So that's, that's pretty neat. And that's what I try to communicate with the newer deputies. Don't just write tickets, okay? There's not a toaster at the end of the month for the most tickets you wrote, okay? <laughs> so get out and communicate. Because that person that you keep writing a ticket to might be the one that helps you when there's a big, you know, crap storm happening. Yeah, sure. And, and they'll be there for you. So think about it. You know, you can you can go a long ways by working with people versus just this is the code section and that's why I'm writing you. So I think that's one of the things that we all try to embody to people is they're here. It's not uh, – a warrior mentality it's a guardian mentality mm -hmm. wow you know that's that's, that's, that's nice. the way to look at it i like that that's um, very nice do you think that's yeah. in general for like a sheriff's specifically the sheriff's department versus maybe 
other law enforcement agencies? Well, I think at one time there might have been that warrior mentality, but I think we've learned that we get a yeah. lot farther by realizing we're the guardians of the community, yeah, was, and it takes everybody to work together. I was going to say, what, what's the overall mission statement of the, sh the sheriff's office? You know, to uh, make sure that everybody's safe and that everybody feels uh, free to move around mm -hmm. and uh, that, that this communication is two-way. You know, it's just not one way. And, uh, you know, it's important. I can't remember. I wrote the, I wrote that a long time ago, the mission statement, mm -hmm. the vision statement or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, and it copied and pasted a little, added a few things. If what you want it to be, and I'm sure Chad has that, mm -hmm. Rex has that. And it's, it's mainly the theme is to treat others uh, a valued citizen. You want to mm -hmm. value, uh, you know, their community, uh, enhancement or however that would be yeah absolutely how yeah. much how much of that sheriff's uh, is your job then is sheriff and stuff is how much of it's pretty much like office being political and just budgets and stuff versus actual policing i mean how much as a sheriff do you actually get out get out and get to you know and and do the job like your law enforcement job yeah um unfortunately it's a lot of administrative uh details but i had a good chief deputy tony wingert he's still uh Mm -hmm. uh, Chad's chief and and uh, Captain Harlow and uh, Captain Garrett, they let me get out, do a little bit. Funny side is I tried to go out, and then you know like if you were getting out on traffic, out of nowhere you had like thirteen cars covering you. I was like, <laughs> uh, okay, you know yeah. I think they're probably saying, yeah. oh man the old man's out. Yeah, <laughs> so I hope he doesn't stumble. Yeah, you know um, I I remember one was uh, an incident. It was a civil. They were gonna move somebody in. I thought, I'm, I'm close by. I'm gonna drive in and uh, pulled up and I heard the one deputy say, hey, take the sheriff over there on that side. I thought, jeez. I mean, come on guys, I, yeah, I yeah, wanna yeah. be a part of it too. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but that's, that's how it was, but I get it, you know? Yeah. And I think sometimes, one of the other hangups, I think if you show up and there's a supervisor on scene, then the supervisor thinks, you don't think I can do the job. Right. So it kind of comes one of those things you want to tell them, hey, I'm just here, just yeah. don't want to hang out in the office. But then there's that worry, like, you don't think I can do the job if I right. do it. So, yeah, it was uh, that That was one of the downsides. You know, I, mm -hmm. I can tell you, I was a deputy uh, 29 years. Yeah. Over 30, yeah, 29. And the other eight or nine, I was uh, became a supervisor. I got more time being a guy out the foot you know yeah. mm -hmm. ground pounder and uh, so i didn't forget where i came from but all of a sudden now it's different yeah you know, it's like hey going to lunch guy uh, you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe they didn't yeah. want to go to lunch i don't yeah. but yeah i i think uh i i enjoyed working with them and i i one thing i miss about it if anything i just i miss some of that camaraderie mm -hmm. absolutely you know, some of that but i don't miss the I don't miss a late night call. I, listen, I'm older. I get up and go to the bathroom, but I fall right back to sleep. Yeah. You know, I know that Chad and Rex don't have that luxury. Uh, you know, you talk about your 29 years as the deputy, or before you became the sheriff. Any memorable calls that we haven't talked about yet that come to mind? That be some good stories. Oh, you know, not to be a downer, but uh, one of the hardest things, and and we teach uh, or try our best is to. Death notifications are the worst. Oh. And if you're a deputy, you do them out in the county because hmm. oh. you don't have the luxury of like city here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, or they'll be at the hospital and the hospital will tell them. Right. So we're, 
the bearers of bad news. And there is nothing good about that. I, I've yeah. said over and over, I'd rather get my butt kicked in a bar fight yeah. than having to go do that. And, you know, far too many times deputies had to do it, and far too many times I had to do it. And they, they know, they see you coming. When that car up, drives up yeah. the and there's a, yeah. There is, and you've all heard it, in the pit of their stomach, that cry or scream. Mm -hmm. yeah. and you're like, whoa. And, you know, you just don't forget it. Yeah. And uh, that's hard. And I, and I tell them, listen, it's okay to show emotion. I can't think of one I never went to that I didn't get choked up. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to show empathy. you got to yeah. have some compassion. And, uh, you know, they don't teach that at the academy. No. Yeah. And no. uh, so the only time you might get it is when you're getting FTO'd and uh, you're pulling up with another deputy and, and, and he has to be the bearer of the bad news. And that, that's not the one that I remember was there were some people that died out by climbing hill and we couldn't identify this person, but we were pretty sure it was this guy. So we had to drive to farther away to Danbury. And uh, for whatever reason, they wanted to ride with me and somebody else, gonna, and all the way there, the mom kept saying, oh, I know it's not, I know it's not him. And I kept trying to tell the dad, no, I don't think it is. Mm. And then we got to the morgue and oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. All, all hell broke, you yeah. know, it was hot. So that is the, probably the most difficult. Um, fun calls, there was always interesting calls. Yeah. I don't know that I can share some of those. Probably, <laughs> probably like you. Uh, yeah. They're, but calls are always unique and different. Um, yeah, there was, there's a lot of different things, but probably not best to be aired. <laughs> you have to have yeah. a good sense of humor, yes. just like firefighters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you... You see things, and maybe the only way to get through some of it is you gotta kind of chuckle and think, "Wow, yep. okay." But yeah, um, remember, I, I I can't really yeah, nail it, a good one because we we ask a lot of guests this question, and I always think it's if we should ask it like right in the future, I should ask it like positive, funny, and then maybe yeah. some some serious, right? Yeah, I feel like that you can break maybe triggers a, a couple memories better that way. Well, okay, now I got one. Okay, funny. <laughs> I am on Highway 20, and I decide I'm going to sneak over. No, I'm on Old 20, Correctionville Road. And I'm going to sneak over to 20 and then head towards Lawton. And sure enough, there's a car on the gravel, kind of parked, like it's probably Parker's. I'm like, oh, my God. It wasn't my bag. I'm like, oh, my God. So I got my lights going. I got the spotlight going. And I walk up, and I said, uh, to the lady, I said, you know, they're in this different position and not all clothed. And <laughs> I said, uh, ma'am, are you where you want to be? Well, she said, I guess. And I'm like, that's not really helping me. Yeah. Uh, well, we're staying with his parents. <laughs> we came from Missouri. And he can't have sex in the house with his mom and dad. So here we are. I'm thinking. <laughs> It's probably my funnest call. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, yeah so come on. <laughs> Gonna yeah. have to find another place. Sorry. <laughs> that was a good one. If I get a motel, I don't know. Yeah. Gravel. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you get a lot of that. Uh, I probably yeah. got more of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. What you see is crazy. I I did have a guy that, uh, you know, he was window peeking, and he was from California, and he was out on a 
out on the gravel and he was dressed to, I'm, I'm coming from um, an after prom party. We had to work those. So I'm, I'm taking the back road home thinking, this is perfect, I don't wanna go through town, yep. let's take the back road. And as I'm coming on this gravel, I'm like, what the heck? So I stop, get the spotlight. It, it, was, a, it was a guy dressed like little Bo Peep. Yeah, what he's window the... peeking. Jeez. In the dress and everything. And yeah. you're in the you're going, I'm what did I just I thought, why oh, did why I take this route? Why are you yeah. kidding me? So I'm like uh You're like, hey Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, get out. No, you'll shoot Phil, me. Get no, back. get your yes, I wanna see who you are. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, I just flat I, out told I, him. I dress nicer than <laughs> Yeah. Or like <laughs> some you, you end up out like this window peek and you're going to get strung up. Well, I'm from California. Well, you're in Iowa. I yeah. the wrong place. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I found some reason to take him to jail dressed like little bull peep. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, the term. Oh. Yeah. So. How was that bringing that into the uh, jail? Well, yeah. You know, I'm sure at the fire station you get to. So, you know, I got a oh, lot yeah. of yeah. messages. Oh, yeah. Fade Little Bo Peep wants to know if you'll bail her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you got to have that sense of humor, right? Yeah. I know oh, you yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just when you thought, yeah, just when you thought you saw it, saw yeah. it all, or yeah, then you get you get the next call and you're like, wow, that's yeah. okay. That just <laughs> happened. It just did happen. You can't make it up. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Th 36 years of the sheriffs. Is that my, my math right? Well, I got hired January 6th, and so they counted as 37. That's close enough. I might close be fighting enough. short. Yeah, yeah, that's close just, enough. yeah. Um, yeah there's got to be a few in there, I'm sure, that uh, are pretty good over the years. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, there were plenty. So now, so 37, so retired as sheriff. What's, I mean, you're you know, still active out at, at Western Iowa Tech with fire with the police science program and yes. stuff. We bump into each other yeah. every now and again yeah. out there. You seem like you always got a big group of, big group of kids out there and stuff. We, it looks yeah. like your numbers have always stayed pretty good. They have. Are, I you know, really thought they wouldn't after the George yeah. Floyd incident. I really didn't. Which is good. It's good because I know like our fire numbers were, had dipped down, but they've, they came up yeah. back up this semester. It's really good. So we'll see what next semester brings and stuff. But um, besides that, I mean, what's, you know, retirement look like for you? You know, what's, I mean, well, I, I, I really enjoy what I do, but I keep telling my wife, the fund meters running, mm -hmm. let's get going. Yeah. Like this week I'd, I'd put my bike on a trailer. We both wouldn't, we'd be riding down in Tennessee or Texas, yeah. you know, and I think she's getting close. She's been with the department of human services 40 years wow. as wow. a social worker. Yeah. So I told her, what are you waiting for? Like a plaque and yeah. let's mm -hmm. get out of here. But, yeah. Uh, no, I think, uh, she's talking about retiring next December. And uh, the, so then I'm gonna probably maybe December the following May, mm -hmm. you know. Um, well, it's a, you, like I said, you like what you're doing, you like yeah. working with the kids, and yeah. then, but who's who's that person that comes in after you? You know, that's yeah. kind of where we're at with our with our program. We're right. still kind of building still, still some things I'd like to see happen and stuff, but it's like, yeah, who's the, who's the people coming in after you to continue the program? Yeah, well, I've never thought that there wasn't, and I don't, I don't mean this in any mm -hmm. disrespect, but there's always somebody that's going to replace the next yeah. guy. Yeah. And they'll do just as good, you know. Um, Chad's doing a bang-up job, and I'm glad I'm a distant memory, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, when Chad leaves, he'll be the next guy. And same with, uh, you know, after Joe left, and then there was Doug Young, and now there's Rex. And I'm sure uh, after Bob, your chief, uh, Everett, Tom, great guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's the next guy to step up. And so we're fortunate in that. Uh, 
But yeah, wit. Here's the deal. I I really I I keep saying I want to be done, and then you graduate a class, or I'm, I do the police academy too. Okay. So I do that twice a year. And yep. We graduate in a class this Thursday. There's nine, um, one from Sioux City PD and some others outlying area, and it's fun. Mm. It, you know, they're excited about getting out. I tell them a few war stories. <laughs> I said, now you can't do that, you know. But uh, yeah, it, it does. You know, kind of re- reinvigorate you. Like, yep. oh, this is good. Stay, yeah. stay in touch with with the kids after yeah. you get out, and yeah. you know, get some time on some departments. I I had one that he never showed up. I got a rule like most of you, you know, if you're you got to be here ten minutes early. If you're not, you're late. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this guy was notorious, like one minute till, and and uh, they knew my PT instructor and DT instructor knew it was kind of getting to me, and uh, I'm looking out. And he's unloading his truck, trying to out of his trunk, grab everything, and he's running. And he's got one minute to get there. So I locked the door. I said, Screw it, you're not here. And uh, so Willie Garrett and Sage Lewis worked his tail off. I mean, like, he had to do wall sets, <laughs> everything. I mean, they worked him hard. And, uh, and he graduated. And I, I don't say we had the greatest relation, but I just tried to tell him, you need to learn about timeliness mm-hmm. so I'm up at the lakes I'm pulling into uh, the gas station and all of a sudden the squad's behind me my wife says that squad's behind you I said God I hope it ain't that kid that, that I <laughs> <laughs> so I pull in and he pulls on behind me and he goes hey uh, wanted to thank you I thought oh thank God mm-hmm. you know I thought, God, he's gonna be ticked off and I'm gonna <laughs> take it for something yeah uh, he was he was good he figured it out and I just, I, you know, in the academy, you just tell me, our, our rule was when I was sheriff is there's there's a, one way to the academy and one way home. But if you mess up, you're not stopping back here. You're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we never had anybody that had those issues. And That's good. so we haven't had that uh, at the regional academy either. So, yeah. Good. So that's what I've been doing uh, every time I listen for fun. And I, I'm a fun believer. So yeah. we ride... We ride motorcycles. I take a few trips a year. Um, went to Banff, Canada, oh, Glacier, yeah. and uh, the Grand Tetons. Mm. My, I bought my wife a Can-Am Spider, so two oh, wheels cool. in the front, one yep. in the back. And she's just loving life. And awesome. I got my Harley, and we kind of try to put it on about 10,000 miles a summer riding wow. somewhere. And uh, we like to do that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, working, got nine well, soon to be nine grandkids, so that keeps us busy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah, that's busy. the best. Yeah, I mean, if I could play this video of my one granddaughter, uh, she's a pistol. She'll be three, <laughs> and uh, she's a character. Uh, give me one of the deals. Like, I have a house up at the lakes, and there's a canal, canal, and it goes out to the big lake. And I'm, the dogs are in the canal swimming. I grab them, and now where the, where the heck she go? And I'm like, and almost trying not to get panicky, but yeah, like, mm-hmm. what the heck? And in that little time, and she ran over all the way to the other side of the canal where it goes out into the, the lake. And I'm yelling, like one of them, like, death screams. Mm-hmm. Get over here. She comes walking. And so my wife says, where were you? And she won't talk. She's fingers like this. Oh. What did Papa say? You know, I mean, just <laughs> yeah. she's three. And I'm like, you're giving me the business here. 
already, and she knew I was scared. And, yeah, you get the body cam yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> show them what happened. I'm show her. Like, yeah, yeah. But she plays that little game. Uh-huh. Um, she, my sons, my grandsons plays football for Lawton, and all of a sudden, you know, their parents watching the game, and the next thing, where did she go? She's a darter, man. She'll take yeah. off. And she decided she'd play hide and seek up on the parking lot. And they got on the loudspeaker trying to find oh, her. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. And so my son starts like, oh, my God. You know, he's thinking, nobody take her. You yeah, know? yeah. And finally she pops out and goes, oh, sorry, Dad. You know, <laughs> oh. you're half your life. Yeah, just, yeah, it just took years off. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so. No, I used to. I still ref basketball, high school basketball. No. Nice. It's all about angles at my age. You yeah, know? <laughs> can't get them right. But here's a funny story. And I don't want to keep you long. But oh, you're fine. Oh, you're story, fine. Is uh, I do my granddaughter's game. She plays for East, and uh, my wife's there, and son, his wife, grandkids, everybody's watching Maya, and I got a call. I called it on her. She looks at me and says, "Papa, that, that's not <laughs> even a good call." I'm like, "Yeah." And then I hear out of the stands. My wife. That's horrible. Like, wow, I got no respect. <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, any family would back me. Yeah. You know, I got nothing. nothing. Yeah. Jeez. All the way home, my wife said, Why would you call that? I'm oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. Right. Like, oh. seriously? Yeah. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's yes. get It's a replay. We'll go to the yeah. That's really it was funny. Because I got the stripes. That's why. You know? <laughs> yeah. so, so you have nine grandkids. What do you have for kids? Four. Four kids. Four. Yeah. Uh, my son's the oldest and three daughters. Okay. Anyone? Son, in, or is it, go ahead. He works for the 185th full-time. That's right. Uh, my daughter works for Department of Human Services, social worker, like her mom. Um, my third, my other daughter is uh, works for Department of Corrections. Okay. And uh, my youngest daughter, as I told her, she's the HR person for VT Industries. And I told her, nobody likes HR. No. <laughs> See, <laughs> I think people hate, people like HR less than they yeah, like the Yeah, exactly. Cops, I yeah. said, seriously, what yeah. is HR? Uh, but she's got a good job. She was out. All our kids are here. Okay. So it's really nice. Yeah. But she was out in Oregon. And I don't know if you've ever been there or not, Oregon's a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. Um, might be, you know, a little different political climate than I like, but I didn't really care because I didn't care what they believed in. I love riding motorcycles out oh, there. Oh, I bet. Golf is beautiful. Yeah. The ocean. I mean, and then she said, we would went out like, well, when I was – Ending as sheriff once and then that spring and then the following fall. And uh, I was getting, I, I, thought, I said, hey, let's move out there. You know, yeah. we'll watch mm-hmm. the baby and yeah. I'll ride bikes, I'll play golf. This is perfect. Go to yeah. the ocean. And she said, I'm homesick. I'm moving back. I thought, well, I can't. That's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she's back. But dang, that was nice out there. No. So, so that probably answers my qu- next question. Plan on staying around in the area through retirement? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I, you know, if I, I've thought about uh, moving full time to our house at the lakes, but okay. uh, uh, if I did, I told my son-in-law he drew the short straw. Uh, he stuck <laughs> with me in the basement, uh, which is eh, I don't know if that's really good. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know if I could do that to anybody. My wife's put up with me forty years. I don't know if I could do that to my son. Uh, but uh, really yeah, good. I kind of think I will. My wife's more. In love with that up there than I am. It's colder. Yeah, I'm not interested, in, but uh, I'm not into all that. I they have a wonderful bicycle trail, some good golf courses, mm-hmm. and that's fun. But yeah. uh, this is home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I spent my whole life here. 
I told her, I, said, I go up there, I don't know anybody to play. I go, well, you'll meet new friends. I, I don't want to meet. Yeah. I don't want to meet. <laughs> I like, I like yeah, my friends that's here. Right. You know? That's right. So I like getting all mad about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I don't know who will win that deal. But, uh, on the way walking in, you made a comment about the Hawkeyes. So I yeah. Through. Any yeah. Uh, football fan? Oh, I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know any better. Yeah. It's been some <laughs> the rest of us. tough yeah. times, but. Uh, who would have guessed we're eight and two? I was gonna say, yeah. yeah good. I mean, uh, I keep saying they can't keep getting away with it. Well, no, they but won't with they the do. new Big Ten. I just not, can't. not the new. Big yeah. You'd think, right? But right. Okay. Uh, there, there needs finds to be a way. Twenty-five years. You know, it's and listen. I like Larry Clawson. He was a good guy. But I said, you know, everybody has a shelf life. You know, mm-hmm. you can just stay too long. And I think Kirk's had a hard time making some adjustments. But you know, there's one thing about him. It's it's field position. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's not the shiniest car on the parking lot, but it's it's pretty reliable. Yeah, and 25 years. He's and so they've they've been, they've they've been saying that for about probably 10 years now. Yeah, you know, he's, when, and he's I can gonna, he's going to hang I, it I up. I always say I can live with going to a bowl game every year yeah. and developing Iowa kids into yeah. good players. Yeah, so and if I they think, keep doing that. That's I think why he's still uh, isn't he one of the highest paid college coaches. Oh no, not even close. Not anymore. No, uh-huh. Not anymore. But when he got his his big one, that was kind of that was probably Orange Bowl area. Right. You know that he got a huge one. He. He was kind of the name there for a while. Yeah, yeah. but he's nice. you know it's it's tough. Can you imagine? It's like it's like being in a leadership role. You're always oh, yeah. going to take pots. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I I say nothing bad about him because you saw him Saturday. He's emotional because you know he's committed to the kids and yep. they yep. took a lot. And his son, that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing the fans. You know, I wasn't a Brian Ferentz. He was not the right guy for the offense corner. But to hear but, the fans. You know, yeah. fire yeah. Brian. I mean, that's got to sting. You know, I yeah. get it, but. And they do not do a lot of coaching changes ever. No. At the no. University of I mean, Iowa, yeah. Just because it's. it's he's, he's done well. Yeah. Has he won a big uh, a championship? Uh, no, but you know what? I'm fine with that. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I'm fine with that. That's a tough haul for employee. University of Iowa. Absolutely. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. consider Iowa right. blue blood. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting through there. It's a little sports podcast here lately. Yeah. I saw. We, we were <laughs> talking, right. talking before everything, yeah. but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you go to the games? Yeah, I went. I was at the. I was in Iowa City on Saturday. Actually, oh, okay. It was. It was one of the better. I mean, like everyone was positive. Everyone was yeah. happy. No one was booing. Right. It was, yeah. it was a good game. Yeah. Actually, it felt like they might, when you score a touchdown yeah. the first time in four weeks. Well, I, it it yeah. felt like a <laughs> small corner's been turned. Now, will it stay? Yeah. We'll find out. That was a good defense, though. Oh yeah. That record, uh, that record, oh, record yeah. defense. So that's good to see them score against them like that. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Let's just hope this, and I'm Sorry. sure you got Husker fans, but. Just as long as yeah, you win if, that. If Patterson's lit. That's all that oh. I care. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got to deal with him. him. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. him up. <laughs> when are you running for mayor now? He, yeah, he's the mayor of. Because uh, I'll move to Lawton just to vote for you instead of You know of what? Him. I'm thinking yeah. about doing a right in Please do. All right. Yeah. 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 What a character. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way to. I've heard him call a lot of things. Character is probably. It's probably the nicest. Nicest. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. You, you've never tried to, you know, get into a like prank war or, or do anything to. Oh, piss oh absolutely! Off. I have a, a guy <laughs> at Wit that does caricatures. Okay. And so I put I put uh, his face and Kirk Ferentz hugging. Oh, I've wow. got all these. Yeah, nice. yeah. I killed him. He would try to do something. Man, he's horrible at trying to do. But I had an expert, and I I had all these. This and, is so good. Yeah, he couldn't even. Finally, he gave up because I was just like his family, and there's Kirk with them. Oh, yeah, my God. this yeah. is great. Yeah. Really. You got to see that sometime. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Somehow, uh, he get quit any... doing it. 
because at first he started, you know, he thought yeah. he went, and I thought, oh, you're 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 messing with fire. I got contacts. And, so, so yeah, it's been yeah. a rough few years for the Patterson household with Husker that, football. That, yeah, they won last year, and you would have thought they won for forty. Oh my you god, know? that's a Husker <laughs> four, mentality, four, four eight right there. <laughs> uh, I like. I think Matt Rule will be the. I think he's the guy for that program. <laughs> Uh, I think he'll be. Yeah, uh, it wasn't Scott. It wasn't Scott Frost. I'm glad to yeah. see him lose Saturday. <laughs> that, that doesn't <laughs> suck, though, right? Doesn't matter yeah. if yeah. you're a state fan or an Iowa fan. Yeah, right. We can all agree we don't yeah. like Nebraska. My so wife will say that. Why are you watching Nebraska? Because I watch want them lose. lose. Just watch yeah. them lose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I'm not running for office because Oscar <laughs> fans will be rebelling. <laughs> so you go go to make trips to Iowa City. A couple times a year. Yeah, I had season tickets for a long time, and then. And I just kind of—I'll be honest with you—I just got tired of the fans. I, yeah, I sure. Just, I can uh, see that. It got too much. I—I I took my grandkids, and some guy was drunk and threw up. And I'm oh, like, that was probably my buddy. Yeah. He wasn't there, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, seriously. Now I get it. Maybe uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Fifty years ago, that might have been me, but yeah, I, I, you know, it's yeah. And I didn't like if somebody got hurt. Like uh, I think it was one year I was there, and quarterback got hurt and they didn't like him mm -hmm. and they're all cheering i'm like nah, yeah, no man. no just, sometimes fans just don't have it. and the other thing is i just you know go straight up yes hold. i think i'm gonna yeah. fall and i gotta go to the bathroom a lot i can watch <laughs> it on tv at home get what i like to drink uh -huh. yep, watch, for sure know. well just anymore now with like live tv you just pause it like, no, no, don't even have to run no lines no, yeah, no line. dealing with people and it just yeah and the mm -hmm. other part was and you know this going mm-hmm you know, man, it's it's a seven hundred dollar weekend. Yep. It's least. not cheap. No. No. And I'm cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm gonna go ride my. That's money. I hop on the motorcycle and go on a trip. I mean, I not with today's technology. On TV, it's so much better. Yeah. If you yeah. if you go and they lose, you're you're just like miserable. Oh yeah. Like what did I yeah. do? You know. But yeah. if they win, you're like that's yeah. worth every penny. I was. I remember it was one game, and I'm headed up three eighty Cedar Rapids. I cut over yep. twenty. And we're just chit-chatting, and the next thing I know, like four days later, I got a, I got a letter from the city of five seasons. I'm like, what the speed camera? Because ah. I was oh, going they, over the it, game. It, yeah, it's <laughs> either up. It, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It drops to 55. Real yeah, quick. it's yeah. slow too. I'm like whoa. I, but I, I got I got one there and one back. Yeah, going there once. Yeah, I learned my wife. More expensive my, than the tickets. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was time here in the city, where. Uh, my wife got a red light. My daughter got speed camera. The other daughter got a speed camera. I Man. called. I called Rex and I said, "Here, you know, I know I gotta pay it, but I, how about if I donate to the police union or something? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be better? I mean, <laughs> you had to pay just them. go that far. Yeah. So going to the just like fund. a 501c3, and maybe I get yeah. some money back. <laughs> uh, see where those monies yeah. are going there. Yeah. Yeah. Go to any memorable Hawkeye games? Oh yeah." Yeah, uh, 08, uh, we beat Penn State with the Oh, Bowl. yeah, yep. 2016, uh, Michigan. beat Michigan. Oh, yeah. Um, way back, um, Ohio State and uh, Iowa, last play of the game, and uh, Iowa lost. But then yep. I went the time was, where, oh, where, was, we, where we pounded Ohio State. Yes. And I was with some friends, uh, and they, we were all looking at each other, and I go, oh, no, I'm not. I can't. I, like I'm gonna run on the field. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there was a thought in my mind, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's been there's been a lot of good ones. Uh, yeah, they're just. I'm a I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. Wrestling. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Iowa wrestling has been good, but now with Iowa basketball and Caitlin Clark, 
man, a lot crazy. Of She's just amazing. Yeah, when we were going to Iowa City last week, me and my buddy were going down. We were having a debate, and I said, I, I think outside of Niall Kinnick, Caitlin Clark has to be the most oh, notable Hawkeye yeah, of, all, of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's amazing. Done a lot. And, and the kids, girls, like my 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 daughter, I keep telling her, hey, you know, she, her last name's Clark. And I said, man, you could name her Caitlin Clark. Mm, you know, like everybody's named after her. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Yeah, she's fun to watch. I never amazing. before would probably would turn on women, women's basketball. basketball absolutely. Get into it. And they played Virginia, yeah. Virginia Tech last week. Yeah, I like I said, I ref high school basketball, and I like it when it's it's girls basketball. Now this this might sound bad, but they're a little slower than the guys, and I <laughs> I need a little slower. But they have picked up so much better. Girls basketball has really progressed mm-hmm. over the last several years. That, so, uh, did you ever get down to the state tournament and ref? No, no, never did. No, nor will I now. But uh, you know, I I just I did it for pure enjoyment. That's mm-hmm. why I keep doing it. I I'm able to pick where I want to go. Oh, that's you know, because I like going to that. I, I'm not going to some gym where, you know, they yep. hate to have you. Mm-hmm. You know, I go where it's good basketball and people appreciate you being there. And that's fun. That's kind of a, a nice place to be. Uh, I worked with a lot of great refs that made it to Des Moines, but uh, I, I wasn't at that level. And uh, I, I, it's just something that I always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Nice. A lot of fun. Absolutely. So, you know, kind of as we're wrapping up here about, you know, you talk about your family, you have four kids, nine grandchildren. Anything you want to say to them, message to them for, or just anything in general, anything about their support over the years? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, especially my wife, you know, and my kids. You know, being in in the position, um, sometimes you don't have the greatest attention because you're always thinking about something. And that was the other thing that was mine. Or I could be short, you know. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, one thing, during that whole period, a lot of times in law enforcement, my blood pressure was always high, mm-hmm. really high. And matter of fact, right before I decided I wasn't going to do it, Doc said to me, he said, Dave, we've we got to talk long term here. You know, you can't keep having these numbers. You know, I was constantly 95, bottom number, well in the 150s, and that's on medicine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm out, and uh, six months later, I get a physical, he goes, pumps it once, Pressure's pumps great. it again. Yeah. 102 over 62. I said, you got a care in the world. Yeah, you know? that's but, awesome. But my wife, um, I, I would say this. Any spouse that's married to somebody in any leadership role, man, she had to do a lot. You know, she was basically the heavy lifter of everything mm-hmm. in our home. Uh, when I was in the task force, and I was in the task force those eight years, you know, our hours were probably 11 in the morning, get home midnight or so. You know, working search warrants and that. So I get out, and uh, I'm now I'm like, wow, no supper, it's awesome. <laughs> so I get up, go sit in my chair. She's putting dishes away, doing things, doing homework. I'm, what you mean? Then a little bit later, I get it in the back of my head. She says, you know, if you think you're going to sit here and do nothing, you can go back and work in the task force. <laughs> oh. Wake up call here. Yeah. yeah so I, I knew my spot. <laughs> yeah. But. I love uh, it. You know, uh, I'm sure that the chief's wife, your chief, uh, Chad's wife, um, they, they, there's a strain. Mm-hmm. You know, when Chad goes to that call or when a deputy or a firefighter, mm-hmm. um, their spouse is worried about about you yeah. and your safety and your team, you know. And so people don't think about uh, first responders, firefighters, law enforcement. 
oh, just them. No, it takes on the whole home, yeah. you know. And uh, I, my kids, uh, you know, they, they had a dad that they all knew was he was the sheriff, and you know, so that was interesting. My kid, I'll never forget. I was, I was kind of a nothing good happens after eleven. So it wasn't popular. <laughs> I've with heard one these of, same things over. Yeah, over your <laughs> yeah. Since so then. one of my daughters was like, she graduated, and I said, "Hey, I, I sleep good, but your mom keeps elbowing me, and you, you're home at 11. And she was kind of one of them kids, you know. Um, I said, <laughs> "Well, yeah." I thought I'm gonna draw the line. Well, then you're gonna have to move out. She said, "I will." I'm like, "Whoa, that's wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't ready. She had a few bumps and bruises and got through it. She figured it out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, sometimes when you do that. But my son, I'm sitting watching, illegal eye watching, they come home. And his buddy, he's got this old car, and his buddy drops him off. And they stand outside, and he hands him this deal. And I'm like, what the heck? And I see him look around. He puts it under his dash. I'm like, oh, my God. He's got weed. What the hell? So I crank open the window. And I said, <laughs> bring that in the house. And he's like, thought he heard the death angel. I said, hey, I want that in the house. So he goes, well, he yells back, you're not going to like it. I said, I don't care. Bring it in. So all the way, I'm thinking, oh, my God. So he comes in. He's got a Copenhagen can. Oh, yeah. And he opens it. I, I said, open it. I positive it had to be weed. It's, it's little chew packets. I go, chew, <laughs> chew. And I'm thinking I want to hug him, but I but, don't want yeah, to. Yeah, you, you can't give I him said, that. Uh, you go to your room. And I shut the door and I go, just you. Just you. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I always tell him that one. Oh, uh, my God. I said, I thought you were going to kill me. I said, I thought about it, but it wasn't what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I'm sure it's not easy being uh, uh, son or daughter of somebody that's in law enforcement. For sure. You, know, you get a lot of uh, thousand questions. My daughter. Can I got one more story? Yeah, go yeah, for absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So my daughter, she's a little, little rebellious. I'm in the task force. She's like 14 or 15. And uh, I go play golf. And my car's there. And I come back. I don't think nothing of it. It's 10 years later. It's We're going to tell Dad some of the things we did uh, when <laughs> we were younger. Like she would sneak out. And uh, really? Yeah. So she said, but that's that's not the only one. Well, me and her friend took your unmarked car and drove around Moville in it because we figured we could hear if any other police were around. I said, don't tell me that story. Yes. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh. oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Seriously, I just aged more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Driving around because she could hear the police radio. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, so at least anyway. they didn't pull anyone over. I would, yeah, I like, oh, play with the siren. I'm gonna, let's go turn the yeah. lights yeah, on. No, no, no. I'm gonna need all the beer in your car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna need cops. Yeah, we're gonna take all this. Oh, I'm God. 29. We're, we're, we're gonna under, take that. We're undercover. <laughs> yeah, Here's everything oh, you got. Yeah, my oh. partner. That was uh, life of raising your kids as being the sheriff or or in law enforcement. No kidding. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got one more question okay. if these guys got anything. Any advice to new members of law enforcement? Uh, I, I think the biggest thing I tell them is you, you really have to have empathy. Empathy in everything you're dealing with people. You know, personalize it. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're going to write them a ticket, tell them why. I've been called to work this area because people are complaining. Not that you're just doing something to. So just work with people, communicate, mm-hmm. and a little humility goes a long way. I bet. Uh, I think the biggest problem most have when they first start is it's that authority. It's it's what I always say. Don't be me. Okay. My very first ticket I ever wrote, Town of Marcus. None of you guys know this. Before the stop sign, there's a in the code, there's a white line. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop before the white line. This guy's like 82. <laughs> and I said, uh, sir, uh, the reason I'm stopping you, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've lived here my whole life. I said, you, uh, you didn't stop at the uh, white line. I know. I stopped the stop sign. Well, sir, you have to stop at the white. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I was that guy, but I learned not to be that guy. Sure. And I always tell, don't be that guy, okay? Yeah. Don't be that idiot that made those mistakes and and try to work with people. Oh my God, I still remember. I went to court and the judge looked at me like, "Are you?" You were like, are you "Kidding wrote me?" This guy took it for that. Come on. It's, I guarantee a city councilman Jeez. got a phone call. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, you know what? Just my life worry was, about turning yeah. the water. Yeah, down. yeah turn the yeah, water off. Go get the goddamn off, water tower. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. get beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One stop sign in town. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's it. Stop at a white line. That's that's really funny. I like that story. Yeah. So I said, "Don't be that guy." You know, just work with the people. Um, I, I think if you get out and work with them, people will really love you. We got people that do community policing. It isn't a one person department. It should be every deputy mm-hmm. who's doing community policing. And, uh, I think that's how Sioux city police have discovered the best way to do it. Get out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that helps your, emboldens your image. So yeah. that relationship building and not just, not just art profession, but just in life in general. Absolutely. Stuff. You know, that's what I had a cap. Like I always say I had a cap and that just would pound that into your head. Yeah. You know, play it's just relationship building. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good, good way to say it. It definitely is. That's what we need to do more of because I guarantee you it happened to me. I'm in a, I'm down by Sergeant Bluff and uh, this guy, I stop him, fights on guy comes out from the house he said, can I twist his ankle? Do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> you know, you can do what you want, but yeah. they'll help you. Yeah. But if you're you're an idiot, you're a prick, mm-hmm. they might just call 911 and say your deputy needs help Yeah. instead of diving in. So you get people to help you when you're that kind of person. Yeah. So I think that's where we all should be in this business. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good advice. You guys got anything? No, I, I thought great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, I did sheriffs. stop at Jenner's Donuts, and now they're closed. They're on closed Mondays. on Mondays. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then I went to the uh, popcorn. Yeah, place. we appreciate that. Yeah, That's good I'm, stuff. It's yours, if you don't mind. I had my fingers in there a little. I tried oh, not sorry, to lick I, it. Oh, you're good. I, no, <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> I will tell you, I went. I was downstairs using your restroom, and you have like this planning for holidays eating. <laughs> I, I didn't pass it. <laughs> you were like eating healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating veggies. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. and uh, no, I mean, are you kidding me? It's wings on Wednesday. At lunch. <laughs> Thursday, I'm I'm starting to graze by 10 in the morning. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And uh, you got to wear sweatpants. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you're... Okay. You're Just done yep. till Friday. Yep. Then you right. get some more going. Yeah, it's good to see you I, I couldn't be a firefighter well. for a couple of reasons. One, I'm not into that fitness. And two... <laughs> I'm claustrophobic, so I'll get out. I went DEA, we went to uh, um, a deal about meth labs. 
mm-hmm. and we had to put on the pack oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. get in this room filled with smoke and a little bell. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh. I wanted to wet my pants. I, I'm scared. You know, I had to yeah. hold on to him. I mean, I'm dragging him. Don't leave me. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, I, I knew I couldn't be a firefighter. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I could be it. if you needed the guy to blow the horn. No, well, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, we need someone to come drive around. one time. Let me do it again. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that story. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. So, well, with that being said, Sheriff, thank you so much oh, for coming thank on. Thank you. A lot Appreciate of great it. stories today. Thanks for taking the time. Learned a lot, and uh, maybe maybe we'll do it again sometime. So. Yeah. Nothing but uh, fondness for the Sioux City Fire. You guys have been great. Uh I play in your golf outing because what I love about your golf outing is you use that money to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's others that they hoard it and, and they don't give it back. And that mm-hmm. says a lot about uh, the local 107 or what is local, seven. Local, local seven. Local yep. seven. Yep. Yeah. And, and on top of it, they, they harassed me a little when I was sure, <laughs> yeah. which I deserve. They, yeah. I think Lenny Flack made a cup like this. And had my picture in the middle with a big donut around. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah. but I deserve. It. Uh, I deserve. It. If I That's if good. I ever remember any of the golf tournaments, I'm sure I'll have. Yeah, yeah. No I'll be there. Stuff. I I usually <laughs> go. Yeah. Just say if you ever. If remember. If I remember many, yeah. I usually yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I usually yeah. get about yeah. three or four holes. There was there. a few of you that jumped in that scuzzy water. Like, oh God! <laughs> man, alive! But it, we'll just keep that. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, it is November. Next month is December. Maybe we'll do another Christmas episode. Like yep. last year, we'll have mustache photos. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the mustaches. That competition's yep. coming up, and uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. Ryan, go ahead and drop the tones.